How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the TimCast IRL podcast. Make sure you hit that like button as we get started. We got some crazy news. We got some crazy news. Federal law. Do you, you hear that, Lydia? What, what Adam. That? Whoa, 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 Adam. Adam, what, don't. What, whoa. what is it? What? It's on you. It's on you. Don't move. Something's, don't move. something's no. touching me. It's, yeah, it's, it's a Biden. I feel something's touching me right now. I don't know what it is. Oh, God. Oh. <sighs> we, we've had. I've been we, Biden. We, we, we've had. Uh, um, I feel unfortunate. so. Unfortunately, unfortunately, there have been roving bands of Bidens just lurking around the neighborhood, sniffing children, and one of them must have got in. Can, can you close the window? Oh my must have got in through the window. How dare where's you, that bug, sir? Where's that where's bug blaster? We have, yeah, where's the spray? Here. Here. Let me, let me, I'll spritz them next time. Spritz. Spritz them. <laughs> Actually, we should have spritzed them from the beginning. Don't worry, I'll, I'll get them, I'll get them. Spritz them. The Biden. The Biden got at them. Okay, we we have too much fun uh, with the Biden. We have we have we have a Biden. Uh, I don't think we've had enough fun with no, the Biden. No, it's going to be great. <laughs> we have a bunch of ideas for like a jaws theme of like, you know, like Adam walking into the house and you hear sniffing getting louder and Adam's <laughs> yeah. like, ah, ah, "What is it?" Ah, and then the camera like zooms in and chases after Adam's like, "No!" Ah! And then the Biden is on him. <laughs> the Biden, the sniffing. We actually we actually planned that out the very last minute. Yep. Adam's like, "I'll sniff. We'll just go with it." I'm like, "All right." <laughs> I'll start sniffing while you're talking and choosing the show. Uh, good play, good play. Welcome to the show, everybody. <laughs> uh, I'm Tim. That's Adam. What's up, everybody? I'm Adam. <laughs> hey, what up? That's Lydia. <laughs> I'm over here, yeah. <clears throat> and we are on day, I think tonight would be day 48 of the Portland riots. 48? 48. Wow. Yeah, so the acting uh, uh, secretary of the DHS put out a statement saying like, Federal officers have been basically under siege by violent anarchists for 47 days, and the city has abandoned this area. Wow. And so what they're basically saying is they refuse to cede the federal courthouse to the far left. But the, the politicians in Oregon are calling the federal officers occupying armies. And so they've put them in a position where they won't enforce any of their laws, giving the marshals no choice but to defend the courthouse. And then when they do... Occupying army. Occupying army. It's Trump's fault. That's exactly what they wanted to happen. Yep. Well, now the feds have figured out a way to uh, deal with the problem. Yep. Friends, are you familiar with the term black bagging? I just watched V for Vendetta the other day. <laughs> did you really? Yeah, I did. <laughs> it's a good one movie. Of, one of Creedy's black bags. Yes. So it's a, it's a, you know, just a slang term for when a van pulls up, people jump out, throw the bag over your head and throw you in the van. And perhaps a bit of an exaggeration here, but they're literally in Portland. Feds are pulling up in vans that are unmarked. They're jumping out and snatching Antifa and throwing them in the vans and taking off. Yep, it's true. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's funny. They've been, they've, it's, been, it's been a month and a half of these people committing felonies and stuff. Yeah. And the local jurisdiction won't hold them accountable. Nope. They, they caught an, an arsonist, apparently, who had, who had bragged about it. And the grand jury said no indictment. So I'll, I'll be fair and say maybe they didn't have a good case. Maybe there really wasn't probable cause for a trial or anything, but... When you have all these riders just being let go, man. So we got a bunch of stories we'll talk about today. Um, we've got the you know the, the ongoing riots. There's another crazy story. Apparently, this one's just so typical. The media's just taken a quote from Kaylee McEnany totally out of context. Yeah, totally. And they ran with it like crazy. And then the reason I want to I highlight this is because I love ragging on the media so much, as as most of you know. Well, the reason is they lie, and this may be the easiest, like the best example. Right. Of how they really can twist words. And, you, you know, it, it, when when uh, Kaylee or Trump or anyone in the Trump administration is slightly not precise enough. Right. 
they will they they are like piranhas. They're they like, just, oh, oh, we got him! Look, everybody, we got him! And they run with it, and then give them an inch. Yep, exactly. They're, they're they're sitting there waiting for you to say a word that they can just strip out of context. They're just waiting. So as soon as you're not precise enough in your language, we got them. We got them again. Mm-hmm. And now all the Democrats are running around going. Like, we got Kaylee. They don't believe in science. They admitted it. And it's like, she didn't say any of that. Yeah. But but there's good news. Along with the Vox layoffs, the Guardian layoffs, we have a big story about many, many more layoffs. Yes. So they can sit there and screech all they want and lie to everybody. And in the end, they all lose their jobs. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we got a bunch of other stories, too. I don't know exactly what we'll get to, but uh, Majid Nawaz, who is a... Um, I don't know how, how do you describe? He's the founder of the Quilliam Foundation. Yeah, he's, he was a former. He was a he was a radical. Was yeah, he not a terrorist at one point? He was, point? and he yeah, was in prison. He was reformed, yeah. Now he's uh now he's like an intellectual dark web personality. Well, he's engaging in a hunger strike to call out China for the concentration camps. And I think you know he's basically said left and right, none of this. We got to come together now. Definitely. And he's right. He's yeah. Absolutely right. Yeah. When I first heard about this, you, I mean, we were on the show. I think it was like the maybe the second or third week we were doing the show and you told me about it and I was just I was blown away. The there, more I look into a, it, it's a, it's crazy. There's a video going viral right now. Yep. And we've got it. Um I, I think we can show it because not graphic or anything, it's just people being loaded onto a train. Yeah, but it, it's uh it's a haunting hauntingly familiar sight from something in our past. And I think you'll you'll know what we're talking about when you see it. So to to Majid, he's right about coming together to fight this. We also do have an election coming up, and what's worrying to me is I believe if Joe Biden becomes president, they're going to reopen the gates and allow China back in. I think so, too. I mean, it's the establishment, be it Republican or Democrat, for the longest time, we're allowing China to extract our our manufacturing base. I read this article from The Week, Mm -hmm. and this dude went ham, man. He was like, you have one faction that is screaming about the orange dictator while Trump is calling out the concentration camps and the horrifying atrocities of China. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. It's true. I mean, H.G. Barr went off today about China. It's crazy. I'm sorry, A.G. (laughs) A.G. Barr, yeah, yeah. The attorney general today. They're going to start seizing Hollywood assets. I'm willing to bet. Yep. So the the executive order from Trump is like we can – it's basically can freeze, suspend transactions and your assets. Not just Hollywood. He was calling out big companies too. Oh, I know. I know. Big tech. But Hollywood's the most – like it's the biggest target. Right. Yeah. So you have all these Hollywood productions that are like, what do you want, China? We'll do whatever you say. We'll make propaganda for you. We'll put in whatever you want. Mm-hmm. In that movie, Abominable, they literally put in Chinese propaganda. They added Chinese propaganda. Now, they think it was like an animator based in Southeast Asia somewhere, maybe oh, China, okay. right. who then snuck it in and they just ran with it. Well, they talked about, he talked about how Doctor Strange, too. Yeah, dude. It's supposed to be a Tibetan monk, but they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. It should be a Celtic monk because so they, they, they at first if you argued, get political, you lose one billion customers. They first That's argued. What they said. They, they were saying that, well, you know, it's an old stereotype and it might be offensive to some. So then they whitewash the character. Now it's still offensive, mm-hmm. but then it turns out it's because China doesn't believe Tibet exists. Right. So you can't have a Tibetan monk character in a movie. It's crazy. So it's a Celtic monk. It's a crazy world we live in, man. Things yes, are getting absolutely off the rails. But and let's get started. Unless you wanted to add something. Well, I was just going to say, uh, <laughs> you, you mentioned the manufacturing in China, and I didn't know it was 80% of all of our imports come from china 80 percent of all of our imports come from china that blew me away we're going to war baby 
I, I, I think we're, we're closest we've ever been in my life. To an actual world conflict. To an actual conflict. world conflict. Yep, exactly. This executive order, I don't think people understand the severity of it. No, I don't And I wonder so. why it's not being talked about. Like, is anyone going to talk about the potential for, like, Hollywood movie industries to get just, like, their assets frozen, frozen? Yeah. by the federal government? I'm, because they're putting propaganda for China? Exactly. I, or I mean, the that's, NBA? That's what he was talking about today. The more he Dude. spoke, I had, to, I had to watch it over again. I'm like, did I really wait, just wait. hear all of this stuff? And check this out. What? With the free Hong Kong thing for the NBA. Right. The NBA custom jerseys blocked you from writing free Hong Kong. They could argue under the executive order, you are repressing the people of Hong Kong. You're inhibiting free yep. speech related to Hong Kong. You're absolutely right. What happens when they come in? They're like NBA. So the NBA is like, no, 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 no. It's an accident. It's an accident. Yeah, we'll see, man. I yep. think a lot of these ultra woke companies will whip into shape once the federal government, you know, cocks one of their rifles. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Anything you say. And we got to do it soon because once China has enough money, then you're, you're going to end up with, with these corporations being like, hmm, a billion dollars from China or a billion dollars in the U.S. Well, China's going to give me a little bit extra. They're going to go with China. That's, That's why it's like you get to that point where China's got more value and then people are going to just already the NBA is bending over for them. That is exactly what he was talking about. Bill Barr. Uh, yeah, that's that. I mean, that's what he's saying. He's like, we have to be wary of what they're doing. They are they are doing us like this. I, I forget the, the a blitzkrieg. Oh, wow. That's what he called it. He, that's straight up what he said. <laughs> wow, dude, it's getting spicy. Yeah. China dude retaliation, dude. He went off. Let's 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 uh okay. we'll, yeah let's let's start with the the main story here. Federal law enforcement to uh, using unmarked vehicles to grab protesters off Portland streets. Let's be honest. There's a word for this. It's black bagging. <laughs> yeah. The story. I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna bear the lead on this one because I think it's hilarious. Unmarked vehicles pull up. Feds jump out and then walk up to Antifa and just snatch them up. Gone. And you know what? I mean, it's funny to think because I'm thinking about like when I was a kid, you know, watching like when I was younger, watching V for Vendetta or any yeah. of these movies, you'd imagine that anybody carrying out these governmental black baggings were the bad guys. That's a good point. <laughs> no, not here. 47 days. These people have been, have been allowed to throw bricks and Molotovs, try to burn out a federal courthouse. Yeah, that, that you're not the good guys. You're yeah. a bunch of crazy people. And the local government won't enforce any of these laws. So the feds are like the easiest way to make arrests is just, to be fair, they're not showing up to their homes, you know, in the middle of the night and literally putting a black bag over their head and then cracking them with a truncheon or something. <laughs> they're waiting until they start walking away from the courthouse and then come around when they're by themselves and arrest them for the riot they just partook in. Exactly. But it is still funny to call it, you know, them getting black bagged. All right, well, let's read. They got an update here. They say, in the early hours of July 15th, after a night spent protesting, Ah, peaceful protesting. That's, that's what you call it when you throw bricks at a building. What a way to spin and it. Try to crack someone over the head with a hammer. At the Multnomah County Justice Center and Marco Hatfield Federal Courthouse, Mark Pettibone and his friend Connor O'Shea decided to head home. It had been a calm night compared to most protesting downtown. Okay, I am no longer going to use the word protesting. <laughs> I'm not going to editorialize the way they do. They say, uh, by 2 a.m., law enforcement hadn't used any tear gas. With only a few exceptions, both the Portland Police Bureau and federal law enforcement officers had stayed out of sight. A block west of Chapman Square, Pettibone and O'Shea bumped into a group of people who warned them that people in camouflage were driving around the area in unmarked minivans, grabbing people off the street. So that was terrifying to hear, Pettibone said. They had barely made it half a block when an unmarked minivan pulled up in front of them. I see guys in camo, O'Shea said. Four or five of them pop out, open the door, and it was just like, O.S., I don't know who you are or what you want with us. 
federal law enforcement officers have been using unmarked vehicles to drive around downtown Portland and detain rioters since at least July 14th. Personal accounts and multiple videos posted online show the officers driving up to people, detaining individuals with no explanation of why they are being arrested and driving off. I'm going to stop right here and tell you about one of the most annoying things in the world to me. What's that? There's a, there's a really famous viral video from Occupy Wall Street where the woman is being arrested and she's yelling, I have not been read my rights. They are not reading me my rights. And I'm like, shut up. They don't have to. What do you think is going on? Do you think they're going to get in trouble because they didn't Mirandize you? They're not investigating you. They watched you throw the brick. Yeah. So what people don't get is that um, 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 uh, reading someone's their Miranda rights means they're investigating you and they need to collect evidence. If the cop literally watches you throw a brick or swing a punch or obstruct a roadway, they don't need to read you your rights. You just get arrested. The evidence is their eyes and their witness statement. I'm an officer. The person swung at me. There you go. Go to court. Your word versus their word. I get it. You know, uh, see, see what happens often the court side with the cops. It's not perfect. But people seem to think that, like, no explanation for why they were being arrested. They don't have to give you one. And people also think that they get a phone call. That's also not true either. Hmm. I want my phone call. You don't get one. If you're, if, you're, if you're nice, they'll give you one. They can contact your lawyer, though. So you can tell them, you know, I need to talk to my lawyer. Well, most times if, you, if you're in, in, like, the waiting area, like, the, in the cell, uh, once you're, like, in the pen, there's, there's a, they give you 50 cents. Uh, for the most, uh, I mean, they, they, gave, me, the they gave me 50 cents. Because <laughs> I say they didn't give me 50 cents. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about that. I, <laughs> but there's a payphone that, that you can use. So, I mean, you can I, call someone collect, I'm sure. So I got arrested for skateboarding once. They took my shoelaces off my shoes. That was really annoying because skater shoelaces are usually frayed. And so, like, putting them back in is a nightmare. Yeah, good call. And uh, I said, can I make a phone call? And they said, yep. And they walked me over to the phone. That was it. And then I couldn't get in touch with anybody. And then I spent the night in jail. And then the judge got really mad about it later. That's a different story. But no, like the, what the, the, the journalists are writing that there's no explanation for why they're being arrested. You were just at a riot. Yeah. Like you're literally outside of a courthouse rioting. They caught you. They're arresting you. So they say the tactic appears to be another escalation in federal force deployed on Portland city streets as federal officers and Trump have said they plan to quell nightly protests outside the federal courthouse and Multnomah County Justice Center after... Uh, that have lasted for more than six weeks. Wow. Yeah, maybe they got to do something, okay? Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me ask you, what's the alternative? Should the feds just like plow in with cow catchers and just barrel through these, these rioters? <laughs> Are they going to run out full speed and just start slamming people to the ground? It's a conflict they're trying to avoid. Right. And this seems to be a more peaceful, less violent way to actually grab people who've been rioting. I'm going to show you this. Check this out. Acting Secretary Wolf condemns the rampant, long-lasting violence in Portland. The city of Portland has been under siege for 47 straight days by a violent mob while local political leaders refuse to restore order to protect their city. Each night, lawless anarchists, I take, I take uh, issue with that term, destroy and desecrate property, including the federal courthouse, and attack the brave law enforcement officers protecting it. You know what, man? You know what would happen if the rioters just, did, just went home? What? Nothing would happen. Yeah, nothing. The law enforcement officers would be sitting in the office inside the building. Probably talking about you know, the latest episode of, I don't know. Is anybody talking about Westworld anymore? That show's kind of gone off the rails. No. What is anybody watching? It, it came out and, and then it went. Yeah, like really fell fast. Yeah. What is it? What is it? Whatever. You get the point. They're going to be they're gonna be complaining about how there's no sports. That yeah. They're going to be sitting there being like, man, I can't wait for baseball to come back. It's coming back next week. Next week? A week from today, <laughs> they said. Yeah, that's what uh, uh, it's been reported by some outlets. But nothing would happen. 
the, the federal law enforcement aren't marching through the street and targeting people. But now they're trying to make it seem like that because they're literally attacking a courthouse, trying to burn it down. Right. Check out the so uh, well. And, let's and most people are saying, "Well, the riots are over. No one's rioting anymore." When Here, this has been going on for six weeks, go ahead. Yeah, they say Pettibone did not escape the federal officers. I am basically tossed into the van, and I had my beanie pulled over my face. <gasps> this is a, a violation of human rights. I am on the side of the protest. I'm kidding. Right. Beanie lives matter. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> they they pulled his beanie down. What? How dare they? How rum? <laughs> So, I, so they pulled my beanie down on my face so I couldn't see, and they held my hands over my head. Weird. Pettibone and O'Shea Bull said they couldn't think of anything they might have done to end up targeted by law enforcement. They attended violent riots regularly, but they said they aren't instigators. They don't spray paint buildings, shine laser pointers at officers, or do anything else other than attend riots, <laughs> which law enforcement have regularly deemed unlawful assemblies. Mm-hmm. Yes, because they're riots. Have you seen the videos? Like, yeah, they're crazy. They're just burning they're, things. They are random. not peaceful protests. Yeah. That is what is protected. Thank you, some guy on Twitter. This is a great story. Let's read. Blind is bu- blinded, blinded by his hat in an unmarked minivan full of armed people dressed in camouflage and body armor who hadn't identified themselves. Pettibone said he was driven around downtown before being unloaded inside the building. He wouldn't learn until after his release that he had been inside the federal courthouse. Wow, that's amazing. So these people leave the courthouse at, during the riot. The van pulls up, snatches them, brings them back. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. It was basically a process of facing many walls and corners as they patted me down and took my picture and rummaged through my belongings. One of them said, this is a whole lot of nothing. Pettibone said he was put into a cell. Soon after, two officers came in to read him his Miranda rights. Wow, that sounds like they're investigating him for probably probably conspiracy or something. Yeah, maybe. They didn't tell him why he was being arrested. He said they asked him if he wanted to waive his rights and answer some questions, but Pettibone declined and said he wanted a lawyer. The interview was terminated, and about 90 minutes later, he was released. He said he did not receive any paperwork, citation, or record of his arrest. And I didn't. Did you? Did they give you? I didn't give me. They hand me my skateboards. Have a nice day. And I walked out. I yeah. I don't want to talk about. People expect so much. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I just I cannot confirm nor deny. I just happened to be wearing black on a sidewalk in downtown Portland at the time. And that apparently is grounds for detaining me. You know what, man? Spare me the BS. I don't buy it. No. I've seen the videos of the ongoing attacks. And you know what? If you show up to an event where you know for 47 days they're rioting violently and they plan to do so, and they tell you to wear all black to help them, yeah, you'll be arrested for being an accomplice. Yep. Now you may not, you know, the charges might not stick. You may get away with it. But they specifically say wear all black on purpose so that they can get away with crimes. If you shield them, you're helping them. You're an accomplice. They say in a statement, the U.S. Marshal Service declined to comment on the practice of using unmarked vehicles, but said their officers had uh, had not arrested Pettibone. All United States Marshal Service arrestees have public records of arrest documenting their charges. Our agency did not arrest or detain Mark James Pettibone. Now that's weird. Yeah, it is. Department of Homeland Security officials did not immediately respond to a request for comment. It's like stop and frisk meets Guantanamo Bay, Hmm. said attorney Juan Chavez, director of the Civil Rights Project at the Oregon Justice Resource Center. Chavez has worked on litigation surrounding the weeks of protest, the weeks of rioting. Yeah, okay. He called the arrests terrifying. You have laws regarding probable cause that can lead to arrests. It sounds more like abduction. It sounds like they're kidnapping people off the streets. Let me ask you something. If you got arrested because you were at a riot and they decided not to charge you and they released you, would you be complaining about it? 
No, I'd be stoked. I was in I was in D.C. during the inaugural uh, riots. Donald Trump was being inaugurated. Rioting broke out. The police kettled the entire crowd. That's what it's called. And I was trapped inside. They had told me I was arrested. Eventually, we talked about it before. Yeah. I was able to get out by just saying I'm press. And then eventually they pulled out the press. And I was very happy to have been released. Yeah. That's about it. I'm not complaining. I understand why they're arresting everybody. They're trying to politicize it all, though. That's That makes sense that they're complaining. They're trying to. Yep. As we said earlier, it's a trap. They wanted Trump to pull the trigger so they can use it against him. Look, he's the, the authoritarian, authoritarian, you know, president we always said thought he was. Like, yep. this proves it. See, occupying army. I was I was out peacefully protesting and I was waving a sign and then the 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 bad men wearing wearing all camouflage came and and they took me kidnapped me. So what you're saying? Well, let, they let, pulled let, my beanie down. They pulled my beanie down <laughs> in the car. Now that I can understand, that is okay, a egregious violent. I'm kidding. <laughs> let me let me let me let me fix this. You were at a violent riot. The riots have been going on for six weeks, and they inve- they were investigating you, mm-hmm. and you got temporarily detained. You're lucky. That's the that's that that's the the, and the then worst released. of it. And then All released the without day. charge. Yeah. He wasn't in for for days. It was like ninety minutes. Yeah. Under two hours? Are you serious? And you're <laughs> I complaining? Got, I got to spend something like 12 hours in jail. Yeah, spending because the night I was skateboarding in, jail in Chicago. I yeah, also spent like the night in jail. It's, not, it's not a fun thing to do. It was cold. It was bright. And I was on a concrete slab because I was skateboarding. Someone really nice actually gave me some uh, toilet paper to use as a pillow. For, nice. You know, when I, was, uh, when I got arrested, this was in uh, downtown Chicago. The jail was just a big concrete block. That yep. you could sit on, you could sit and land a con- I used, I think, I think I used my shoe as a pillow. Mm-hmm. There was no contact with anyone else, and there was people. There were people screaming, just like the whole night screaming. Oh, that sucks. Sleeping with the lights on, cold, with like on a concrete slab, wasn't fun. I had no idea what time it was, how long I'd been in there. Just no windows or anything. And then finally, they came, let me out, and they handed me my board back, and they said something about like, uh, "Here's your, you have a court date, whatever." When I went to court, the judge was like, "What is this?" Get out of my courtroom. He was like, he was really angry. Like he was really offended, I think. Yeah. But they showed up. They were trying to prosecute. Like the, the, the people who, there were security guards at a federal building who wanted me arrested actually showed up. And the judge was like, are you kidding me? Right. Some, some 19 year old kid is skateboarding, you know, on, on your building's sidewalk. Yeah. yeah. Don't you have better things to do? Huh? I'll tell you Go what. Go do better things. I didn't Thank cry you. about it. I got, I got released. And then I was like, I don't know. Now what? And then I went to court. I was just sitting there, and I was like, I don't know. Now what? Yeah. And they, they told me to leave, and that was it. You know? What, what can you do? These people are like, oh, I've been arrested. No, okay. no, no. I wasn't arrested. Oh, right, I was right, released right. after 90 minutes. They didn't even <laughs> arrest me. You know what, you know what it is? Maybe the, re- maybe the real reason he's upset is because he's not good enough to be arrested. <laughs> maybe. Why, why, why aren't you arresting me? Hey, wait, wait, you arresting him? Come on. I've been riding here all month. Are we, are we going to show the video? Of, of, them, of them taking him? Do we have it? Is it on there? I don't oh, think it's on there. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think they actually have it. Oh, I. I mean, I've. I've got it over here. There's a bunch. Is it? Is it of that specific? I don't guy? know who it is, but it is. It is two people walking up to a guy wearing all black and taking him in. Do you have it? Did you transfer? I, have, it over? I mean, I have it right here. I could. I could give it to you. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. And then wh- while you do that, I'll pull up this. <clears throat> Video shows protesters get shipment of bats before Brooklyn Bridge brawl. Interesting. Okay. They say surveillance video from outside City Hall appears to show protesters protesters receiving a small shipment of bats before anti-cop activists clashed with officers on the Brooklyn Bridge. The delivery was made by a car parked on the street near City Hall, one man retrieving six bats in the trunk. 
Police say the bats were delivered so the anti-cop activists could confront a unity rally proceeding over the Brooklyn Bridge into Manhattan. The unity rally included clergy, law enforcement, and community activists. It's unclear if the city hall protesters used the bats in the wild Brooklyn Bridge brawl before opposing protesters. So I guess you, you've seen the footage of the cops who have been bashed over the head. Yeah, it's messed up. And it was the same cop that was uh, kneeling, kneeling with the protesters, trying to like, I, I don't want to use the word appease, you know, but to, to show solidarity, I guess, with them, you know, and it's yeah. like, look, I'm, I'm here with you guys. I'll kneel with you. And then he's he's the one of the people that got bashed beat, beat over the head. And it was like, like, you don't care about. So that. we got the uh, check us out. We got uh, one of the one of the black bag videos. It's uh, it's so nice watching some movement on arresting these Antifa people. Looks like military or homeland security units. Listen, uh, listen to the woman ask. Use your words. Yeah. What are you doing? Use oh. your words. What are you doing? Use your words. What are you doing? We got you, friend. Use your words. What is going on? Look how he's Who dressed. Are you? NLG will get you out. What's your That's name? Right. Tell us your the name. NLG will get you what out. Is okay, the you're NLG. fine. We'll get you out. National Lawyers Guild. Mm. We got you, friend. We got you, friend. The fuck? NLG. Oh, nothing happened. You just violated their rights. Oh, shut up. Notice the individual. Look, look, look how they're dressed. Hmm. He's got a bag, potentially something in it, but he's wearing a helmet. Right. What is the what is the old saying the protesters like to say? Why are you in riot gear? I don't see a riot here. Hmm. So I'll I'll say the same thing to this dude. Why are you in riot gear, bro? Right. Were you coming expecting a riot? Looks like you were. Looks like there's been unrest and rioting for 47 days and you were down there with protective gear for some reason. Yep. That's not necessarily a crime or anything like that. But they, uh, it seems like they're investigating these people. He probably matched a description. Guess what? They can arrest you. Yep. Well, not arrest. They, they can detain and investigate. He didn't want to uh, answer any questions. They cut him loose. There you go. Don't, don't go to riots. Now, this, this isn't, uh, we don't know exactly if that's who we were talking about before. Um, I don't remember the name of the man that uh, we were talking about yeah. in the, the other article. This is just an example of uh, one of these minivans showing up and, and taking this person away. So. You know what, man? You want to engage in this kind of stuff? I'm not surprised it's going to happen. What am I supposed to say? Right. You know, I, I was making the joke early, earlier about, you know, when I was a kid, you'd never actually expect the guys jumping out in the minivan and snatching someone off the street to be the good guys. Right. But in this instance, if their choice is to, you know, fire a beanbag, which hits somebody in the face and cracks their skull, or to just drive up in a car and pick one person up and start investigating, right. which would you pick? Yeah, what the, would you non, have us the do? The non-lethal action, always. What would you have us do to stop 47 days of riding when the arrests don't work and when they keep releasing these people without indictment? What, 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 what do you do? So I think this is the, the more peaceful option. Yep. You, know, they, you, you wait until they start walking away from the courthouse, then you, then you pull up when they're alone, and you walk out and you arrest them. And they didn't even get arrested. They got investigated, detained. Yeah. That's the worst of it. And released in 90 minutes. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And they, they make it a big story because it fits their narrative that they're oppressed. Right, exactly. You, you don't, you know, it, it's, so, it's so crazy. You don't get to throw a brick through a window, start a fire, and then go, help, help, I'm being repressed, when the police come and say you're under arrest. It yep. should be a song. Well, how about we jump over to uh, the next segment? Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Because this one is, is, oh, is, this. This is triggering. Oh, boy. This is stupid. How many of you guys follow Kaylee McEnany? 
I do. You guys watch the press? I did. Yeah, I do. It's almost like watching some kind of like verbal political MMA. Yeah. You know? And she's she's a beast. She's the best. She's a freaking fighter, man. So what is such a pleasure to watch her shut them down yeah. weren't you saying they have like her her folder has tabs yeah of like so they they thought they were gonna get another gotcha because they took a picture of her her folder yeah she has like 60 tabs she has like the economy she has the family she has the yeah. cdc yeah what are you gonna bring up everything. this time yeah what are you gonna bring up she's got it yeah i like it she'll pull out you know someone will ask her something like whoa when it comes to the covid that's go mm, interesting and then she that. like pulls some papers out and she's, she's like, like well it says here bring it on that's what it looks like she's just like oh yeah yes. come on with it bring it she's bring well, it. well i got the information Perfect you you person. may you may like seeing the media get smacked down but they got her Sure. Oh, they got yeah, her. Kaylee McKennedy. Yeah, let's talk about they it. They put her through the blender. <laughs> Actually, they're lying and taking her out of context, and we have one of the best examples of them doing it. Mm-hmm. Now, I will admit, before we get started, poor choice of words from Kaylee McKennedy. Mm-hmm. And this is it. This is literally like watching political MMA. Yep. You're watching, some, you know, two people are fighting. One guy, you see him make a wrong step, and the other guy goes, whoom, and goes right for that punch. You know, he sees you're off, you're off base, you're off balance. I got you. Yep. That's what happened. While she's normally this, you know, machine with all the facts, she unfortunately framed, phrased something. Although the context was fine, right? The phrasing was a weapon mm-hmm. out of context. Oh, and they're using it. It's nuts. We got this. We got this Twitter thread from Drew Holden. Oh my man. He says they're lying to you. Media outlets and personalities, plus other left wingers, maliciously took a press secretary quote out of context. To fraudulently make it sound like she didn't care about the science she went uh, science she went on to explain supports the move to reopen schools. So here's what Kaylee tweeted: Case study in media bias. I said the science is very clear on this. The science is on our side here. We encourage our localities and states to simply follow the science, open our schools, but leave it to the media to deceptively suggest I was making the opposite point. And now. From Drew Holden, we get a wave mm. of like it's, every it's single He's outlet lying. Oh, every man. single one of them. This is nuts, man. So when I first saw this thing from Acosta, I was like, did she really say this? Mm. Right. Check it out. He says, I'm sh- as shocked as you surely are that Acosta of CNN is leading the charge to pretend someone from the Trump administration made a point they obviously didn't. Jim Acosta tweeted, the White House press secretary on Trump's push to reopen schools the science should not stand in the way of this. Jim Acosta had many more characters he could have used. Mm. He could have clarified what she really meant. You could have listened to Kaylee McKennedy's full speech and yep. understood the context of what she was saying. I'm not going to bury this one. No suspense. What she should have said is the science will prove we were correct. Yep. The full context of what she was saying is that when the science is released, you will see it supports us. That's what she meant. Listen to the full speech. The science should not stand in the way of this. An unfortunate way of phrasing it. But you said it right there. Right. Listen to the full speech. Everybody needs to do it. Everyone needs to be doing this. All listening. The time. I, I watch everything she puts out. Everything she puts out. I'm I'm now listening to it all. This is so, why people don't trust the media. I know. You're right. This is why when they Trump, shouldn't. when Trump was doing his daily coronavirus press briefings, mm-hmm. his approval rating reached the highest point of his presidency in aggregate. Like not a single poll for every single poll. It was the highest it had ever been. And so immediately the media is like, shut him down. Stop letting him speak. And then all the networks shut down because, oh, what's that? Well, you can criticize him for the way he speaks and his strategies and all that stuff. When you learn the truth about what he's saying, you're like, no, he's not actually that bad. Yep. So this is what they do. I'm going to stress this point for you. 
she clearly said the science is on our side. When she opened, she was saying, I was talking to the president and he, and he said, I want, I want schools fully reopened. The science should not stand in the way uh, uh, on this. The science, the science should not stand in the way of this. We're going to do blah, blah, blah. The science is on our side. Saying that in the future, the science won't be stopping them because it's on their side. Right. So simple. But they got, they caught her. They were like, ooh, we got a direct quote. The, tr- the yeah, the choice of words was poor. Yep. Yep. Check this out. Here's, uh, who is this person? Weijia uh, Zhang. CBS News tweeted, the president has said unmistakable that he wants schools to open. When he says open, he means open in full. Kids being able to attend each and every day at school, the science should not stand in the way of this. Full uh, from the White House podium, science should not stand in the way of reopening schools. This is everything. Look at this. Jim Roberts. Stunning. Stunning. Jaw dropping. Brave. The White House press secretary saying, uh, just called for schools open, saying the science should not stand in the way of, uh, uh, in the way of this. Oh, the drama. This is why I never believe anything anymore from nope. the media. And I always have to dig in. And there have been a few times where I've actually gotten caught up. And I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have fallen for that one. I should have known better. Yep. Now I'm over it. Now they could be like, they could be like Donald Trump today announced that he was going to launch a nuclear missile into the sun. I'd be like, yeah, no, he didn't. I don't, I don't believe you. Right. They'd be like, Donald Trump announced that he wouldn't bought a Big Mac. I'd be like, no, he didn't. You're lying. Donald Trump came out and said, hello. No, he didn't. That's not true. He called you fake news. I don't believe it. I don't. They, they could say Donald Trump smiled and waved. Mm-mm, not buying it. He was probably scratching <laughs> his nose. Yeah. For real. They, they, everything's out of context. This, this is insane. Look at this. The Washington Post. White House Press Secretary. Kaylee McEnany. The science should not stand in the way. How absolutely insane has media become? Little do they CBS. know, the science actually proves that schools should be reopened. <clears throat> look, at, look, look at this one. Look at this one. This dude from NBC, quote, the science should not stand in the way of this. Press secretary says. Then he tweets, McKennedy later added the science, in her words, is on their side. It's perfectly safe to open. Oh, that's a nice the little. Guardian. Uh, Bill Nye. To try to sneak it in there. Oh, Look at great. this. Bill Nye. He goes, he goes way into it. White House says science should not stand in the way of reopening schools. I guess it's good to have it spelled out. The administration is generally not in favor of science. What? Might surprise a few of us. My oh my, science out of the way. Bill Nye. Come on, Bill. No, the, he, he's a, he, you know, Shame you know, he's not you, a Bill. scientist. He's not a scientist. No, he's not. He gets dragged he's all the time. Engineer. Exactly. He's he doesn't not. have any, deg- he doesn't even actually have any like hard science degrees, I guess. He was a comedian. There's just, there's not, there's not even a point in just going through all this. Look at this. Popat. War, DNC war room, Ted Lieu. He's a politician. Oh. All of these lies, man. Look, I, wow, this is a huge thread. That's true for you. Pro, the Lincoln Project. Oh, that's funny. Isn't he a Russian And of Russian course, agent? Jay Rubin, another star for the Lincoln Project. Oh, man. Oh. The Krasensteins. Mrs. Krasenstein. Look at this. Is, this Any chance they get. Look how huge this thread is. Orange Rolling man stone. bad. Orange man bad. We got him, everybody. Woo! But hold on, hold on. Look at all of these mainstream news outlets saying all of this stuff. Right. Now, now try and have a conversation with one of your one of your friends who doesn't is, isn't in politics, doesn't watch a show like this. Smash the like button and share this video. By the way, you know what I'm doing mentally while you're while you're saying all that. Smashing right? the like button. Oh no, I'm pr- mentally prepping for those people that you just mentioned. Yep. Because I know they're going to bring this up. Oh yeah, Adam. Well, check this out. And they're going to go. Boom. And here's what they're going to do. They're going to go. CBS, The Washington Post, The New York Times, The Wall Street Journal, Ted Lieu, Adam Schiff. Prove me wrong. I have twelve sources all proving this. And then I'll and then I'll actually. This is what I'll do. I'll drop the entire speech of what she said, and I'll be like, show me where, it, you know, 
in she, where she's saying the science doesn't prove them correct. Because that's not what she's saying. The science is do very... Know, do you know what they're going to say? I don't have the time. They're going to say, yeah, they're going to say, I just showed you 12 sources. You sending me a YouTube video proves nothing. That's exactly what I have been told when yep. they give me that kind of stuff. And I go, all of these things that you're giving me is allegedly this happened. Allegedly this happened. And I'm like, that, that's not showing me that something happened. I, I, I know, know I listened to her speech. That is not what she said. That is not what she meant. She's saying the science is in her, on so her listen. side, so it shouldn't stand in the way of reopening schools, period. Right. Exactly. Exactly. The, the full, when you listen to the full statement, yep. you're like, oh, but see what the journalists do, because this, I, I really do believe that one of the big things that divides the left and the right today mm -hmm. is the ability to understand nuance, context, sarcasm, irony. It That's really fun. does. This is why the NPC meme is so apt. Yep, you're right. Because if she said, you know, they, they listen to what, you know what? I'm going to give you the best example. When Donald Trump said Hillary Clinton acid washed her server. Right. All the, yeah, exactly. all, all the NPC people went, she put acid on her server? But that would break it. Let so me then, check Snopes real so quick. So then N NBC. Snopes said. <laughs> NBC issued this. NBC said, fact check, Hillary Clinton did not use a corrosive chemical on her computers. Oh, man. Yes. It was, a, it was, yes, it was not speaking literally. Yes, of course. But think about jokes. How they're like, you can't say that. It's a, it's a joke. I didn't mean it. I think Ricky Gervais uh, said, has a bit like this where he's talking about how he was uh, joking about how he hated pretzels on airplanes and he wants peanuts. But yeah. you can't have peanuts because one person might get sick. Yeah, he's right. like, I don't literally want everyone to die from in inhaling peanut dust or something like that. It's like, I know it's a joke. He was making a joke. It was meant to be exaggerated. Of course we know Ricky Gervais doesn't want people to die from peanut allergies. Right. That's why it's silly. It's, it's meant to be humorous by being extreme. They can't understand these things. So Kaylee McKennedy says something. They take it 100% literally. Yep. And now you have all these sources proving she said it. Yep. And now I can just see it, man. They're all going to be running around like gobbling turkeys. Echo chamber. Yep. The, the, the echo chamber is running rampant right now. That's you, what we you, just you, saw. You wanna, that was a thread of the echo chamber. This, this is my job. This is what I do. I wake up. I see the news and it says Donald Trump today announced that he was going to be executing, you know, uh, dogs and puppies. And then I'll be like, whoa, that's crazy. I better watch that video of him giving the speech. Mm -hmm. And then what they'll do is it'll be like this. It'll be Donald Trump, quote, it's time to start executing puppies and baby, and baby kittens. And then I'll be like, whoa. And everyone's like, this is insane. I can't believe this. And then you watch it and it'll, it'll, it'll be Trump going, can you believe this? these crazy people who would say something like it's time to start executing puppies and baby kittens? What right. a horrible thing to say. Yeah, exactly. They attribute <laughs> nice. the words to him. <laughs> yeah. They do things like that. I know. I see it. Like right. e Even this right here, she's actually, it, it, it appears she's quoting Trump. Right. She's like, I talked to the president. He said this, this, and this. The science should not, the science should not stand in the way of this. Blah, 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 blah. You know, we want schools reopened. The, the science has already proven that we're correct. And then she, I think she makes a specific reference too. Right. But then they don't care. I'm wondering. They attribute it to her. They don't care. Yeah. You're I wondering? Wonder, I wonder how much of it was tone. I wonder if, if maybe he was saying something like, the, the science shouldn't stand in the way. I mean, it should come up with the numbers that we're expecting. That's exactly she's it. she's just relaying it kind of flatly. I mean, because she's, you know. But not even but said. not even that. When, you, when you, you have to wait for someone to finish. And then if you're confused, you ask questions. Yeah, that's what journalists um, are supposed Ms. to do. Miss McKennedy, you said the science should not stand in the way. You're not suggesting that you would ignore science that's not in favor. Could you clarify that statement? No, 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 Tim. Come on. 
They don't care about that. They don't do real journalism. They got her. That's it. No <laughs> they one got her. Period. They got her. That's no it. Clarified. That's all that mattered. They got her. Mm-hmm. Boom. Thank you. This pr- You can leave now. Press you know, secretary. You know, you we know, got what we came for. You know, you know, you know, you know what happened once she walked off the podium? What? There's like silence of all the journalists sitting there for about five seconds. And then they slowly look at each other. <laughs> yeah. And they all jump up. They're like high-fiving. High-fiving each Someone's other. popping a beer. And they're like, we got her. Yes. yes. Finally, we got a win, guys. She's been kicking our butts for well, so long. It looks like. It's so uh, true. We've been working. It looks like we got them. Whoa, that's a lot of jobs. All right, go ahead. Ooh, so, uh, so first, yeah. first, I don't know what this source is. Normally, I, I use everything that's certified by NewsGuard. Whoa. Yeah. I'm, you're not using a certified source, Tim? I'm not. I'm <gasps> not. I'm clutching my pearls. But there's one reason. There's one reason. Uh, this was actually shared by a blue check journalist uh-huh. saying, we've got serious problems. So that's your source. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I didn't pull them up, so that's pr- I probably should have. Okay. But they also, uh, you know, it's basically, whatever. We know that Vox and The Guardian have laid people off. We know that news has de- generally been taking a hit. This mm-hmm. is this is like, I, I don't know what the source is, World News Daily or, or something worldwide. I don't hmm. know. But they say uh, newsroom layoffs at record high. Challenger, Gray, and Christmas found that there have been 11,027 job cuts announced this year compared to 4,087 in the first half of 2019. The first half of 2019 was considered to be like the apocalypse. Really? Like 2019 itself was just like, oh, they were calling it a bloodbath. Little do they know. It's getting worse. What 2020 would bring. (laughs) Yeah. So Vox is laying people off. You know why that's funny? Because they're... This is the outlet where Matthew Iglesias, the co-founder, was just canceled. Oh, yeah, that's right. And now he's tweeting very cryptic, help, help, I'm, I'm trapped, you know, send, send help tweets. <laughs> he's tweeting things like, I'd like to talk about this, but I can't. And you're like, that's weird. And he, yeah. and he, and he randomly tweeted, I have an opinion to share, but I won't. It's like, oh, okay. thanks. <laughs> what? That's I better follow him for all that yeah, exactly. breaking news. <laughs> He's basically got duct tape on his mouth. He's going, it's like, well, dude, the duct, you, you made the tape. It's your company. Meanwhile, the other founder is like ragging on him. Yeah, he's a co-founder, right? Yeah, Matthew's a co-founder. And Ezra Klein like threw some, some, some shade, some subtweet shade at him. Like, you know, when people talk about free speech, they're actually talking about their power. And then he's like, I would comment on this, but I've made a commitment, so I won't. It's like, so, so the context is basically that Matthew Iglesias signed this Harper's letter condemning oh, yeah. cancel culture. And so then his other co-founders are like basically ragging on him and he can't say anything because he's him. He, he has been canceled for signing the letter. You know what, man? I have, I have no sympathy for people who want to dance in the highway and get hit by a car. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a little bit to be honest, you know, like, cause I don't, I don't, it's like, you don't want anyone getting hurt. I don't want Math- Matthew Iglesias, co-founder of Vox to be silenced. I don't want anyone to be silenced. Yeah. I don't want anyone getting however, hit by a car. However, what am I supposed to do? It's like you're dancing in the highway. You get it by a car. What am I? What are we going to do? Are we going to create a society where we put like rubber padding everywhere? Cars can only go 10 miles an hour. Everybody's got to wear. You know what? Everyone goes in a bubble. You know, those, you ever see those bubbles people have? Yeah. Where they run around in them and then bounce into each other. Hamster balls. Is that? Well, it's like. I mean, base, human they're, hamster balls. Yeah, they're, they're big Same inflatable thing. bubbles. Uh-huh. And your feet are out of them. Oh no, I don't. Yeah, oh, okay. You, now and, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, and then everyone runs and jumps into each other. Yeah, like yeah. that's 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 our expectation for society. Oh, goodness. Then we can finally feel safe, right? No, I but couldn't. I wouldn't be able to feel the 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 feeling of the skateboard cracking into my shin, though. Yeah, I need nope. that. I need that pain. Skateboards <laughs> will be made of some kind of uh, uh, soft foam. Oh no, with a with a very thin plastic. 
You will not be allowed to, uh, you have to strap your feet in on both of the trucks. <laughs> oh, great. So no tricks. And you, you, you can't push. Someone can push you one time. <laughs> That's it. We're all going to wear gray jumpsuits. Everyone's oh. heads will be shaven. Equilibrium. Totally. Everyone must wear the same thing. We, in, in order to eliminate all biases and all prejudice and make everyone finally the same and to be truly safe. Peaceful. Peaceful. Everybody's got a, you know, I, I used to think it would be a gray jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. Now I don't think that would work because you can still see someone's figure. Like, oh, good point. You're too tall. Whoa, whoa. You're, you're too thin. You're, right. You're too wide. Well, no, no, no. You're too short. Too thin won't be an issue because everyone will be starving. You know, there, there's not going to be any food in the new communist utopia. So what? Everyone's going to be thin. Everyone's going to be starving. I hope not. Well, that's communism. I hope. I hope it doesn't happen. But that's that. That's communism. You're right. So, so when we have the communist utopia, they won't have to worry about people being too tall because they'll all be starving. So they'll stop growing at a certain point. So everyone can just wear. It's going to be like it's going to rest on your head, and it's going to be a big white cylinder, <laughs> so like that a, no like one a lampshade. Right. Exactly. But covering <laughs> all the way to the floor, and it'll just be cylinders moving around. But you can't talk. You have to type, and then the robot talks for you. Hello. Good day. Welcome to the Timcast IRL. I would use my real voice, but then you would know I am male. You must smash the like button Boop. now. Boop. Smash. Gently. Think about what they're, what they're trying to implement with all this like critical race theory and gender theory and all this stuff. Yeah. How do you stop any of it? I... I don't know. Talk. Keep talking about it logically. If, if racism, that's, that's what I'm doing I'm, well, as so, much as I can. No, no, no. I, no, no, no. I mean, I mean, how do they win? Oh, how do how do they stop white supremacy? I don't know. It feels Destroy like they're trying time. to convince everybody that everyone's white supremacists. Well, so the way I look at it is, the only way you can actually have their version of equality with no privilege uh-huh. would be like I described it. Yep. Everybody is you know starving and small. They wear giant lampshade things on their heads that go all the way down so you can't see. It's like it floats like a f- two feet from your body and you, or, just, you move around in shuffling. And, or like cousin it wigs. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what it is. Just hair. And everyone's required to talk in a very high pitch. Or like, like Sia. You know, you yes. never see her face. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's the only way to solve it, right? I guess so. I, w- I was thinking this before when I used to work for uh, when I worked at O'Hare Airport mm-hmm. because of all the security restrictions that made no sense. I was like, maybe the future will be if you want to fly, you got to wear a jumpsuit. And you can't bring anything with you because they're slowly just banning like nail clippers are banned then shampoo is banned. You know, this, and the stupidest thing was the security pro- like uh, protocols made zero sense because if you worked for the company, mm-hmm. you would just drive in. You would drive up. You'd pull up to a checkpoint. They'd wave. You'd show them your ID. They'd wave you in. They wouldn't search you. You could bring whatever you wanted. Hmm. And then you were in the airport with whatever you wanted. Jeez. Yeah. Not only that. Well, this was a while ago, right? It's still, it's, it's the same way. Oh, really? So, well, I don't know about the employee parking lot, but I can tell you that they would always tell us, if you're coming to work, you can use your key card to enter what's called the bag room. It's like when you, when you go to the baggage carousels, yeah. there's a door, and you can just swipe, and the door opens, and now you are in the secured area. Okay. So they would be like, well, you're not supposed to go in that way. We want you to go through security. Because even if you're an employee, you go through security. But I'm, but I'm sensing would, a but. The coming. but the no? but is yep, that so. you have to have the door there so that the employees can fix problems. So people would show up, walk right up, and not go through security and just swipe and walk on in. Yeah. Or people like literally everybody who drove in, you pull up to a checkpoint. They'd be like, "How's it going? Hi." Swipe your card. Have a nice day. Morning, Jerry. And you bring your car in. 
And I'm, I was just like, how, how stupid is it that they're going to ban all of these things? I could literally fill my trunk up with nail clippers. And they would, they'd open it and be like, you got a lot, of, a lot of nail clippers there, Tim. And I'd be like, that's right. And be like, have a nice day, buddy. I like my nails cut perfectly. No, I'd be On like, the listen, hour, listen, every hour. I'm telling you, my new business, a subscription nail clipper service. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm going to be rich. They'd be like, yeah, great. Go for All it. Right, Bye-bye. Tim, Underground airport nail clippers. <laughs> now I, I open my trench coat. I'm like, you, you need some nail clippers? I got the nail clippers. <laughs> I see those nails are a little long. They make you throw those clippers away? Okay. Right here. I got you. I they wouldn't you. care. You need toenail clippers? Oh, I got I got fingernail clippers, toenail clippers. <laughs> Cuticle cutters. Cuticle cutters. Yeah. You got a cat? I got a cat nail clipper, too. Oh. <laughs> no, the, the point is, though, I, I used to think about that. And then now that we're in this era of social justice, everything's offensive. Everyone's privileged. Right. How do you remove privilege? They, you know what colorism is? Mm, sounds familiar, but it's it's a social it? justice term, meaning that lighter skinned people have more privilege than darker skinned people. I guess is that is that how you do, is that? Yeah, I would say so. And I actually have something to say about this because I know someone's going to mention maybe in super chats a book called Harrison Bergeron, which is uh, like a, uto- a dystopian story where everyone is equal, and that means people with a sense of pitch have like these things installed in their ears where you can't hear anything and you can't sing and you're all the same height. You have like your shins broken so you can do all this stuff and. It's 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 horrible dystopia. It's mm. awful. Have but you yeah, read it? I haven't read it. I oh. think I listened to it, but I like to imagine what the world would be like. That's the same in their in their happy utopia. They'll yeah, feel an great. Aud- audiobook. That's based. You read the book? Yeah, I mean, you listened yeah. to the audiobook? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it's a really interesting book. Yeah. Short story. Yeah. So. You've, you've d- dug into it. But yeah, it's horrifying. I think you're onto something. You want to talk about something horrifying? Yeah. You ready to talk about something truly horrifying? Yes. No. You know what we're going to talk about next. Yeah. Yeah. Did we mention we didn't mention this in the opener? No. No, I don't think we did. Should we do it? Yeah. I don't care. It's important. You don't care? I I mean it needs to be talked about. It's crazy. It blew me away this morning. This is possibly the the most terrifying story I've uh, I've ever read. I mean it. Let me give you the gist. In Los Angeles, they're arresting young boys and then forcefully administering estrogen to undergo some kind of experimental behavioral treatment yeah, that they claim is to treat some kind of like delinquency or criminality. But the, there's a family now suing, saying that a 16-year-old was forcefully given estrogen. Yep. Forcefully. They told him he had no choice. And not only that, the parents had no idea. No one knew. They didn't, they didn't find out until like a year or two later. No, it was a, it was a, a month later, I think. Oh, okay. Well, maybe the the this, the lawsuit is now. This I, is, I've read into multiple different. Uh, this it's not just this. It's happened other places. Oh yeah, it's been going on. This is not new. So this is some kind of weird experimental forced gender transition transition on. Yep. Young boys. Yeah, oh, wow. some sort of like perverted eugenic system. It's messed up. Go ahead, get into it. Boy, 16, was given estrogen for behavioral disorder while in L.A. juvenile hall. Suit alleges. I don't think that's a fair headline because the suit is alleging that the treatment given to him had nothing to do with this disorder. They're saying it was medical battery. The headline should be re- should actually read boy 16 was forcefully administered estrogen against his will without his family's knowledge. Right. That's it. Right. They say this opening line, dude, a 16 year old boy being held at a Los Angeles County juvenile hall developed enlarged breasts after he was prescribed estrogen to treat a behavioral disorder. A move that baffled doctors who said the treatment defied medical logic, according to a lawsuit filed last month. And that says to me 
That is a lie. Yep. They're experimenting on these kids. Yep, exactly. It's an experiment. You know what I think it was? I think technically, you can argue it was for this behavioral disorder. Mm-hmm. I think these doctors, in my opinion, are thinking, hey, if testosterone makes young men aggressive, perhaps giving them estrogen will make them no longer commit crimes, right? Uh, them taking it upon themselves to make that decision scares me. Well, that's called human experimentation. Yeah, and that's, that's what they're doing. Exactly. What? What's crazy is we can see it. You read this story. The LA Times has confirmed medical records. This kid was being given estrogen. Yep. It's, 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 it's LA Times says it's a fact. And fellow uh, doctors are going, this is not, oh, it says right here, down here, it says uh, estrogen is not a treatment for ODD. I cannot be more emphatic about that. Uh, Miko uh, said, you won't find a reference anywhere that supports the use of estrogen for ODD. So they're, they're, they're it's, lying. It's not proven. It's not a thing. They're making it up. They're, they're so just going, is, maybe it'll work. I'll, t- I'll tell you. Let's what, just do it. This is called, um, what is it called? Uh, ODD. What does it stand for? Uh, what is it called? I don't remember. <laughs> Sorry. The behavioral condition by patients. They don't give me the, the full. It's it's defiant disorder yeah. or something like that. I don't think I have that. I forget act, what the O stands for. I'm yeah. sorry. Oppositional defiant there you disorder. Go. There you go. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Think about what that means. Oppositional defiant disorder. What you're a young kid who won't sit down and shut up. Hmm. They say that the treatment is therapy, family therapy. It yeah, sounds like they just need a, a strong father figure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of that South Park joke we talked about before, where the, the teacher is like, I'm going to do a non-medical treatment for ADD. Oh, yeah. And then he's like, notice the child is unfocused and won't pay attention. Watch <laughs> as I administer the treatment. And then he smacks the kid. Sit down and shut up. And the kid just stops and he goes, <laughs> now you can see the child is focused and doing his homework. Let's try the next job. That's basically what it is. Okay. Right. You know, so look at this. The lawsuit described the treatment as experimental. The doctor who prescribed the estrogen, Danny Wang, could not be reached for comment. Hmm, they say why. that they, they they say that they've they've checked the medical records. That's legit, man. Yeah, Wang prescribed up. a daily regimen of two milli- milligrams of estrogen to be taken in pill form, according to medical records. The boy's parents were not aware that he had been diagnosed with ODD or was undergoing treatment until late July 2019. Doctors said the treatments should not have been carried out without the parent's consent. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. You know What, what should the, not be carried out, period. Yeah. And then also without the parent's consent. You know what one of the side effects of high estrogen in men is? What? Infertility. Yep. Yeah, so they just ruined his life. Potentially, But, but yeah. Was, was 13 doses enough to make him infertile? I don't know. I hope not. I mean, it made him have, it made him develop, you know, breast tissue. Yep. So Oops. maybe so. The yeah. lawsuit says that... It, it doesn't say directly they're doing this to other kids, but it basically says the plaintiffs allege that other, you know, that young males are being prescribed estrogen in this facility. Yeah. Man, could you imagine this? I'm, I'm going to say it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ham on this one. Every single person, every single time I mention, you got to speak up and stand up against the craziness, the insanity. Yeah. But I have kids. Okay. All right. Well, let me, you know, give me a call when your kid's been forcefully administered estrogen. Yep. There, there was one post where I'm not entirely sure. I read that the first treatment was an injection. And then after that, they gave him pills. But I don't know if that's actually, I don't think that's in the LA Times story. It may have been in the lawsuit. Yeah, I saw that. That's what spawned me down this spiral of learning about this today is when, when you tweeted it out yeah. about the, the injection. And I was just like, what did I just read? So they were, they were giving the kid a bunch of vaccines, too. So they gave him like three different injections. What so, are they doing in this place? What kind of a juvenile hall is this place? This it it blows me away that I mean low it, income. We, yeah, we've well we talked about California being on like the forefront of like sh- you know 
cutting edge stuff and they're it's ahead like of things. Yeah. okay i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and roll that back because they're definitely going back in time when, when was the last time people were experimenting on uh human forced lobotomies forced uh the 40s yeah, electro oh, the 40s. electroshock therapy mm, yeah 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 well we got rid of that yeah, uh, we, i guess we didn't we human i guess we didn't yeah, i guess the 50s it's yeah. still prevalent look at this it's happening well, right let's now. be careful prevalent it's happening. Okay, it's happening. Yeah, so I, I, I'm very careful because I, I recorded something on this earlier. Like, we have we have this lawsuit, this one facility, these doctors. Yeah, it may be just this facility. Oh, I would. I, I hope so. I hope that's the case. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I don't want to get ahead of ahead of myself and act like it's everywhere. It's happening here, and that's enough. I think to make sure we're we're being vigilant, yeah. calling this out to prevent it from happening in the future. Absolutely. Because what you got to understand is that if you take a, a young person who is not dysphoric and forcefully administer a reassignment therapy or treatment, mm-hmm. you're going to make them dysphoric. Yeah, absolutely. This kid became depressed, has to get surgery now. That's what they say. The kid yep, requires... Surgery. Yeah, let me, let, me, let me see if I can... Uh, look at this. Probation, probation officials and the teen's attorney, Wesley Ouchie, declined to say why he was in custody. They say Ouchie said the boy, now 17, was released in April and will require surgery to treat the physical issues he developed as a result of the estrogen treatment. Oh, that's messed up. That's crazy, man. This is, the, this is some of the craziest stuff I've ever heard. Yeah, me too. And, and we could get banned for even talking about it. Someone in the chat just said, that explains Antifa. <laughs> what, forcefully administering? <laughs> it's just a... Too much estrogen. That was a, it was a good comment. Just as an aside. Man. So the treatments only stopped because this kid was being bullied. He got acne all over his body and started growing breasts and the other kids started making fun of him. And so he started refusing. The reason he didn't refuse in the first place was because he was basically told that if he gets any markups Mm -hmm. in juvie, they'll hold him until he's 18, 23 or 26. Wow. And he's 16. So they were like, you want to spend the next several years here? Resist. That sounds forced to me. Oh yeah. According to the lawsuit, the kid said, the nurse told him he had to get medication, and he initially refused, saying, I wasn't told I was going to get any med- medication. And she said, it's for a node in your chest that needs to be treated. What? And then he said, I don't want it. She said, you can't, you can't refuse. It has to be done. And the security guard there said, you can't refuse. You have to do it. Whoa. He said he was scared that if he resisted, they'd write him up, and then he'd be in juvie for, for the next several years. So he just let him do it. Then he started taking the treatment because he had no choice. And only resisted after 13 doses and people started attacking him, making fun of him. Man, when I hear about people messing with kids, I, I, man, it, it pisses me off. I, I want to say a lot more than, than we can right now on, on this live show. Yeah. They're going after kids, man. They're, I, can, they're, I can't stand it. And, <sighs> remember when Mario Lopez said a three-year-old can't... What, what, what exactly did he say about a three-year-old? He I, said I, that a, tre- a three-year-old shouldn't be transitioning. No, no, he said he something like, like was, a three-year-old doesn't know if they're trans or something. Yeah, he was basically spitting facts. And he was forced to apologize for that. Oh, man. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, uh, you know, look, I can say this. I'm not a doctor, but I don't think Mario Lopez had to apologize for that. That's insane. That's, 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 that's the, the, you know, the level of crazy things are getting with this kind of intersectionalism. Now you've got in the federal government, time, racist, that one of the, one of the things released by the, by the army was that using uh, uh, housing taxes to pay for, edu- for, for public schools is white supremacy. That's just, I tell you this, man, as we, we, we talk a lot about China, and we're going we're gonna to segue over to that in just a second, it really does feel like the bonds that make a civilization function are being torn apart in the United States right. and in many parts of Europe. 
and being put labeled uh, white. Right, it's like, a white like specifically time and hard work. Or, or the nuclear family, just having, having solid parents, yeah. working hard, you know, being respectful. Like, wh- how does that make any sense? So you said that pamphlet was from the 90s? From 1990. So, yes. so for, here's the context. There's a pamphlet we read the other day where it's like listing all of the things about whiteness. Some of it included working hard to succeed, time, a- adhering to schedules. Right. What, what, what was some of the other stuff that's... Um, being religious, uh, working before play. So, oh, you're saving up uh, for the future. Looking into the future, preparing for the future. Yep, was whiteness. Uh, and, and, and listen, they talk about abolishing this stuff. So this was, po- this was going viral. It was at uh, was it the African-American... Uh, it was posted in the National African-American History Museum, the, uh, the ac- official Smithsonian website. Yeah. And someone actually... And, and I posted this on Facebook. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, look what's going on. Someone, someone wrote one of one of the same people. They're all, they're all the same. Yeah. You know, went on there and said, "Wow, Adam, you're really going into some fringe fringe things and posting fringe stuff and really acting like it's mainstream media." I'm like, this is from the Smithsonian National History Museum. The museum. Yeah. Like how the. how are you going to convince me that that's fringe? This is what did you read it, dude? Yep. Read it. And try to convince me that this isn't crazy. No, it's not fringe. They blow right past it and go, "How dare you? You post this fringe stuff." And I'm like, "This is what they're. This is what they're teaching people. What are you talking yep. about?" Welcome to the real resistance. How well, long? How long will they they allow us to exist on their airwaves? Get this though, someone else posted. Well, they're right. What? That's it. Period. Yep. I'm like, did you just? You, you think time is white? <laughs> You, you're telling me you, Time. being polite yeah, was is, one of them, is being white. Polite. Being polite is white, really. So all those times that you were polite, he was very... I only have good memories of, of, of all these people, honestly, whenever I've interacted with them with in, in life. So every time they were nice to me... Now you know. They were being white. Hey, look, man, I'll tell you what. There's some light at the end of the tunnel, I guess. What's that? When everything falls apart, the people who retain schedules, hard work... Good point. Family structures... Yes. They're going to be all right. You're absolutely right. These are not, you know, uh, these are not things that are white culture. These are things that successful cultures in general use, notably, I don't know, the, J- the Chinese, the Japanese. Yep. Um, literally every single country. Uh, I'm sorry. All of them. Uh, uh, humans. Right. Human civilization has lasted this which, long because of those, wait, wait. That, that list right there. Which, 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 uh, um, which who created agrarian, agrarian uh, uh, agriculture? Oh, gosh. Where was that? Was that, really was that like Egypt? Culture. Not sure. A- ancient, you know, Middle Eastern. They grew crops, but and, and yeah, guess, actually, and that, that does make sense because um, we were hunter gatherers, and then we, once we started farming, we were able to start sitting in one spot, you know, and f- that was in Egypt, mm-hmm. but, in yeah. one of the areas. But the funniest thing is, let's say we go all the way they back. Weren't in, white? No, no, no. Let's go all the way back <laughs> in time, all the way, all the way back in time to okay. very, very early man, whatever, whatever. Sure. And hunter gatherers. Yeah. Okay. Did the hunter gatherers have a concept of seasons? Probably for sure. Yes. Yeah, They're gathering. Of course. Depending on where they were on the planet. Yeah, different fruits grew in different but, seasons. And so, uh, depending on where you are on the planet, in like tropical areas, you have the rainy season and the dry season. Mm-hmm. If you move for, for uh, more temperate climates, you have the four seasons and the and the the moon moon schedule. Exactly. Being able to hunt at night. That's Tracking why it was stars, it, it wasn't astrology. weeks before it was fortnights because those were between the the moon schedules. Right. And that was that was important. And that was. <gasps> You guessed it. Time management. When you woke up, when the sun came up, yep. that is adhering to a schedule. Yep. 
what are you, what are you arguing that because we've we've uh, um, you know quantified units of time, right? That's white culture. That's Saying colonial. time is a commodity. Yeah, you know, your know, life but is this, ba- based on time. That that is not an argument. This this stuff. Everyone's. It's really triggering to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we we went over it yesterday, for sure. So you you can go actually go check out the video. You know, we're, we're, right, right, right. We're yeah, kind of getting sidetracked here. Well, no, that was the gist of it. Like we're seeing all this weird critical intersectionalist theory infecting everything. Right. And I wonder if it leads to this point where they're like experimenting on kids. It, That's they, the gist of it. They actually are. You're absolutely right. But, which, which I mean, I. For all how we, are people not freaking out about this? How is this not the biggest story in the country crazy. right now? Right. Well, that's and, crazy. And not only that, it's like... Because Trump... Well, what else is going on right now? Who just got... Who... Big... Big uh, profile person just got arrested. A uh, specific girlfriend of another person who got arrested. Uh-huh. Who oh, uh, yeah. killed themselves <laughs> yes. in jail. Sad. It's like, what are they trying to hide? Why, why are people scrubbing their Instagram accounts? They're... Twitter accounts. Why are why is all this happening? Oh yeah. Hmm. Maybe they're trying to hide stuff because they're messing with kids. And well, guess what? Most people can't stand it when you mess with kids. I'm talking about myself, especially. You mess with kids, you're 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 messing with the wrong. Like you, you mess. Everybody up. agrees. Everybody. And that's everyone why, I know, anyway. That's why everybody wants to see justice in these particular cases. And that's another reason why. Well, let's. I I like Trump. He's he's pushing it. He's pushing against these people. Look into it if you don't believe me. Yeah, yeah. Mainstream ahead. reporting. Yeah. yeah. The, oh yeah. But all of them. We we we're going to talk about China. Oof. We're going to talk about China. Man, I get I get mad about that. If stuff, we had though. better sources, we could get into the the Trump and the trafficking stuff. But uh, I got I have to do this because I want to make sure we get to this, and so I have. This to, is important to know too. This is another thing that people. If I mean I didn't know about this, so I'm, I'm glad we're we're talking about it. Right now in China. There's a concentration, there's concentration camps. They are taking uh, a, a group of people called the Uyghur Muslims. They are harvesting their organs and selling them. They're harvesting their hair. These people are being and forcefully and re-educated. selling it to Americans. They, so, they were trying to. They were trying to. Trying to, yeah. Big shipments of fake hair. What are that, weaves? No, real hair. No, 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 yeah, no. They, I mean, I mean weaves, like, yeah. like. Yeah, weaves. You, you're suppo- you, you think you're buying fake hair. You think you're buying, but right. it's actually. These these people who are being kidnapped and put in concentration camps right now by China, yep. they're shaving their heads and selling their hair to other countries. That's correct. They're harvesting their organs. They are forcefully sterilizing these people. Check out this story from the AP. China cuts Uyghur births with IUDs, abortion, and sterilization. This is just absolutely insane. It, it's crazy. The Chinese co- government is taking draconian measures to slash birth rates among Uyghurs and other minorities as part of a sweeping campaign to curb its Muslim population, even as it encourages some of the country's Han majority to have more children. So we, we, we can come back to this, but I got to give a, I give a shout, uh, shout out to Majid Nawaz. Follow him on Twitter. It's M-A-A-J-I-D-N-A-W-A-Z. He's engaging in a hunger strike I believe he's on day three now. He said, please do not ignore a Muslim genocide for the second time in my life. I'm already out of anger and no longer feel pain. I am asking for some love. And then he posts these, uh, these petitions. Majid is a, a very high profile um, radio host for, it's, what is it called? LBC. And is he still doing, he still, he yeah, still does yeah, that? Yeah, he's got a show. I don't know what LBC stands for. What is it? London Broadcast Company That's or something? Something like that. Probably yeah. something like that. And I got to say, I think what Majid do, is doing is one of the bravest things uh, in order to spread the word 
uh, explain to people what's going on, sign petitions, rally people to start talking about what China is doing more. And all all this amid the backdrop of just everything bad that China's been doing to the United States that Trump himself has been calling out. And now Majid is an intellectual dark web type personality. I say type because I don't know if there's a formal group, but Majid definitely is. My understanding is that he actually coined the phrase regressive left, referring to like social justice warriors and stuff. And now he's basically come out saying we we cannot ignore what's what's happening right now. And you know what? It's got to be said. It's got to be said. How many activists on the left have said what you know, if you've ever wondered what you do during World War Two, you're doing it now because right. of drumpf uh-huh. and because of uh, immigration. Blah, blah, blah. No, it's because you're ignoring the, the horrible atrocities that are happening right now in China. We have we have video. Oh, yeah. So I don't know how I don't. Is there anything? There's nothing like graphic or anything in this, is there? No, 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 no. You can show it. It's uh, it's it's an aerial uh, drone footage from uh, someone what they they call uh, unknown hero in China, which I 100% agree because people need to see this because this exact footage. Look at this man is showing something hauntingly familiar from World War Two, and and just I mean you could just play it like look at them. They're all just sitting there in lines being rounded up corralled and put on trains trains. onto trains and and man this is heavy dude seeing this stuff it's like this is going on right now people are living it we are we are are living it right now and if you don't know about it you better know about it now because this is happening they're they're harvesting these people's organs they're trying to sell their hair to americans look at they're all shaved their heads have all been shaved that's right they are this, scary, this is man. this is horrendous, and this is a nation of what 1.4, 1.4 billion people. Yeah, I believe so. This is one of the scariest things we face as a planet. Did it right now? It, 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 honestly, I I am upset. It, it's uh, it's hard to see this and know that this is going on, and that nobody here. It, it's just this. Oh well, coronavirus. No, 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 no. There's genocide right now that's happening. Yep. This is crazy footage, man. And you're buying we are, we and are, wearing their hair. We are lucky that whoever was able to, to pull us off. It looks like they're actually filming the, the screen of their drone controller. I wonder how the Chinese didn't catch this. You'd think they would have locked this down hard. Well, because they probably sent it off, hoping someone was going to get it and be like, please, I hope someone finds this. You know, what, what else can they do? It could be an intelligence agency that, that actually leaked the footage, too. Like something of, you know, of better means. Because yeah. see the zoom capability? Yeah. That's, uh, that's high. I mean, it, it may just, yeah, it's not digital zoom. That looks like optical zoom to me. So I wonder what kind of drone they're using. Maybe people in the comments might know. But it's right there, man. Oh, man. All those historical photos we've seen of people being loaded onto trains. Yeah. I remember watching, uh, they did some commercials where it was like, do you remember this? There was like commercials of like, a, it was like a suburban white family sitting in their living room, like watching TV. And then all of a sudden, like full camo people like kick the doors in, run in and then grab them. And they're screaming like on the ground now. And then it loads them into a truck. And then all of a sudden it freezes frame and then turns black and white and turns into a photo from World War II Germany. Mm-hmm. They did like, and they were like, what I would you do? I never saw that, no. It's something like that. It's happening right now. I gotta be, I gotta be completely honest. I don't even know where to begin. So that's why I give a shout out to Majid Nawaz. He's doing a hunger strike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And will that be enough? I don't want to be pessimistic, but I don't know. I mean, it's, it's certainly got us talking about it, I, which honestly, is really important. I mean, I'm looking at the comments. Not a lot of people know about this. 
I'm glad people are learning people about are it now. Like, what? Yeah. So are when, you when, kidding me? When Trump says China, yeah, we're not playing games. No, this is, it's crazy because you can go back to like 2010, and Trump's talking about China. You're right, he is. And then you know what the so you, um, there was what was it? Michael Flynn was talking to 2000. He was talking about it. Oh yeah, he's been talking about. It. They've been yeah. extracting our manufacturing. What did you say? 80 percent of our manuf- as, our manuf- as it stands right now. 80% of, of U.S. imports, imports, all imports come from China. 80%. I was reading something about why Michael Flynn was targeted in the Mueller investigation. Mm-hmm. And apparently it was because he said that he didn't think Russia was our biggest threat, That's that China right. was. Wow. And then they were like, oh, no, he's trying to protect Russia. It's like, <laughs> maybe. Maybe he was right. And it's China not, listen, is the biggest threat. But it's not just about what's going out with the Uyghur Muslims, man. It's Hong Kong. Yeah, you're right. Man, Hong Kong is is essentially my understanding. And I could be look, I'm not from there, but is that it's basically English common law or it's been for a long time. They've enjoyed free speech. Yeah. Free expression. You Democracy. Know? Well, yeah. Democratic institutions. Right, I don't right. know exactly. I yeah, think they had yeah. a parliamentary system. I'm not entirely sure. But then when the UK basically said they're no longer going to be a colony, they said, you know, there you go, China. She's all yours. And what does China do? They said, oh, it's going to be fine. We're going to keep Hong Kong the way it is. Nope. They have basically given themselves the power to, see, to, to rendition Hong Kong citizens. Completely. Just in secret, literal black bags dragged off. Yep. And so this brings us to, you know, Donald Trump's executive order. Yep. Which we did talk about yesterday. And now we'll talk about in the context of all of this. I'm actually surprised there's not a harder and more serious executive order on the Uyghur concentration camps. Same here. I... I I, 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 it's an atrocity to humans. It's to one human of the rights. worst atrocities probably in the history, in modern history. Hands down. No doubt about it. And the scale is what's scary because, you know, can you Google search like how many people lived in Germany in, in you know, 100 years ago? Because yeah. we're talking about 1.4 billion people. In China. But, yeah. but, but the amount of people in these camps, like, I, I'm not is sure. It, is it a million? I think it's, that's what I was yeah. thinking. It was about a million. I don't know. I don't have the exact number. I'm just saying like when, when, now that there's more people on the planet and populations have expanded, we're dealing with a massive scale of widespread human suffering. Yep. And that's, I mean, forced sterilizations yep. of people. Mm-hmm. So, so I was reading about why they're harvesting organs and apparently what it is, other wealthy Muslims can't have organ transplants unless it's halal halal right 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 Right. so china's basically like hey it's like the movie the island we'll start a farm of halal humans for them yeah that's straight up what they're doing that's what it is it's a human farm yeah so um for can't stand it no i'm sorry i'm looking at the wrong chart you've seen have you have, have you guys ever seen the movie the island i have yeah we just watched it recently actually it's a bunch of clones who don't realize that they're just going to have their har- organs harvested for wealthy people who got themselves cloned. And now I wonder, you know, how is China treating these people as commodities, as products to be sold? Yeah. What do we do? That's what they are. You know, I, I was talking to someone about this and, and their response to me was like, OK, what should we do? Ground war in China? And I'm like, man, I don't know. Sanctions, I guess. Well, we're doing that. Yeah, it's a good point. That was the beginning. So, right. And that's why I think war with China is inevitable. I agree. I think I, I was talking to a friend of mine today. I was like, I've never been more sh- sure of, of us going to war with China than today. Listening to uh, Bill Barr talk about Dude. China, calling them out, calling Apple out, calling Hollywood out, calling all these 
specific. That was today, right? That was today at one Man, p- Bill 1 Barr went ham. And if you if you didn't listen to his interview, or it was a speech that he was giving at uh, Gerald uh, F. Ford or something, um, you must. It is an absolute must to he be called a- them collaborators. to be aware of what they're doing and what they're talking about. It, I had to listen to it twice he because them, I couldn't believe it. He called them collaborators, right? Or like alluded to them being collaborators or something. I have it right here. Pull it up. He well, was ba- it's a long speech. I, I, it's, it's quite long. I have the, the words written here. I'm just... Uh, he was it? basically talking about Hollywood injecting propaganda. Yep. He, he was talking about you know the NBA, these big tech companies, mm-hmm. gladly just being pawns for the Communist Party of China. Yep. B- basically having this double standard of... Well, America, we, you know, we don't really care about you. We have to cater to China because they have way more people and we make way more money on, on their citizens. And he calls them out for it. It's just like, oh, you don't care about freedom of speech. You don't care about uh, civil rights, real, did, listen, real crazy civil did, rights being violated. What did Jack Dorsey say to me last year on Rogan about their rules? What did he say? The global, they're trying to, trying to apply like a global standard. Right. Is that, is that, that's what it was, I right? I believe so, yeah. It's something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, well, you know, we're he a, talks about a global that. company. He talks about that no, in here. No, you're not a global company. Nope. How many countries in the world have human rights protected by their constitution? Very, very few, and very certainly few. not China. Definitely not. Look at how desperate these companies are to function in China. Google wanted to do some kind of censored search that could exist in the country. And the response was, well, if we don't do it, someone else will, so we might as well. No, it doesn't work that way. China doesn't just end by saying, like, okay, you can exist here. What did Bill Barr say about the iPhone? Do you remember that part? He said they, well, specifically was talking about um, the guy that attacked the courthouse in California. And he had two phones on him. And he went to shoot the phones, and they took him out before he was able to shoot them completely and they were trying to get into the phones and they were like they got a warrant they actually went and got a warrant and went to apple said here's our warrant let us into this phone and they were like nope sorry we can't help you like that's against our policies like we won't do it and they were able to get into the phone and that found out that they was there was connections to al-qaeda wow and it's like wow did i just did i just hear that like is that actually happening so i I actually found this uh well, so I'm just going to read this one part. Go ahead. What were you, you want to finish that point? Yeah, the point was, he said you couldn't sell an iPhone in China unless China had backdoor access. That's exactly it. Yeah, he did say that. Right. So the point was, we can't get in these phones, mm-hmm. but you think China would allow them to sell in their country unless they had backdoor access? Exactly. So when, when, when the United States government says, if you're going to run encrypted software messaging, we need a way in. It doesn't work that way. Right. You, you create a way in, everybody's got a way in. But he's basically pointing out that because of... You know, because of the, the rules, the rights, the Constitution that we have, the Fourth Amendment, Apple will say F you. But do you think when it comes to China? Nope. I'm sure the CCP is, is given a golden ticket. Listen to this. The People's Republic of China is now engaged in an economic blitzkrieg, an aggressive, orchestrated, whole-of-government campaign to seize commanding heights of the global economy and to suppre- uh, surpass the United States as the world's preeminent superpower, period. Thucydides Th- that's trap, straight bro. up from what he said. And it was like, man, when he when he said that, I was just like, bro, dang, dang man, They're, he's calling him out. And that's, I gotta, that is what I'm seeing. I got a deep dive for you on your Saturday show. What's that? Thucydides trap. OK, yeah, maybe this this uh, I'm going to do. I'm going to dive into Trump this this uh, Saturday. And, and it's good. I mean, people need to know about the type of person he is, the things that he's actually done. And I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to talk about it. This is crazy because, you know, uh, 
in 2015, going in 2016, the conversation was, will we be at war with Russia? Right. And, you know, over the Syri- Syria and the Qatar Turkey pipeline, there was a uh, Hillary Clinton wanted a no fly zone over Syria. One of the top ranking generals said that would be a declaration of war on Russia. She said, I didn't care. Something like that. And so that was a big concern for a lot of people. Right. But now we have the prospect of war with China, and it seems like it's closer than ever. In fact, yep. it could happen at any moment. China's vowed retaliation over this executive order Trump has, has imposed. Where Trump, Trump has basically said in this executive order, we could take your stuff if in anybody, American or otherwise, if you were directly or indirectly aiding in China's repression of Hong Kong. I mean, that's broad. That basically means we can snap our fingers and take your stuff. Yeah, who knows? I mean, it's, it is vague. You're right. Yeah, man. And it's, it's worrying, too, because when it comes to conflict, international war and stuff, where do you draw the line on freedom versus, uh, you know, security? You know, we used to have a U.S. office of censorship. Really? Yeah. So the, one of the shirts that I sell, it says uh, silence accelerates victory. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I, I'm looking at it. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's in. Uh, what is it? Can you, you want to read? The, yeah. You want to just read the Latin? Uh, can you read it? Pop it up. Is it the death of censorship? Is yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the the image I made is the the you know pyramid, all seeing eye being knocked over. Yeah, and, sideways. And then it says like, Salentum. Ex- Salentum Victorium Accelerant. That, so, accelerate. 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 That was the slogan of the U.S. Office of Censorship. Okay. Wow. So when it came to war, we had no free speech. You know, when it came to the Civil War, I'm, I I I could be wrong about this, but I could, I I vaguely remember reading like Abraham Lincoln suspended habeas corpus and suspended like a lot of constitutional rights. Scary. When you're facing an existential threat, would you tolerate it? And that's a very hard question to answer because then do you just trust the government when they say you're under threat? Or that they'll relinquish it. Right. If you even do give up to that. I mean, the Office of of Censorship went away a long time ago. And free speech has been emboldened throughout the past few decades. And now it's kind of being curtailed. Kind of. Yeah, it's being crushed completely. There's a straight up war (laughs) uh, against freedom of speech right now. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's being shut down completely, to be Mm -hmm. honest. So if it came out that we had infiltrators, which, I mean, we know we do. Yeah. The feds have arrested several people who were in the take from China. Yeah. Professors. Yep. In, in various university league schools. What would happen if Trump came out and said these political operatives in high profile positions have been taking salaries from China? Here's the proof. Do we just say lock them up? Do we just trust the federal government to arrest you know, potential political rivals. Mike Pompeo said China has infiltrated this country at every level. Yep. Every, and this was this was in, I think, February. I believe it. Yeah. Every level. And then we're seeing these arrests. So these investigations are underway. What, what, what happens if they start, you know, what happens if on November 1st indictments drop, a bunch of Democrats get arrested? Connections to China. Yep. Chinese collusion. <laughs> I mean... I I don't know because a lot of a lot of people are are blinded by what we talked about the news earlier. It's like the news is is sprouting all these. I can't believe what she if, said this one thing, and it's like that's not what she said. That's not what she meant. You're just taking everything out of context and blasting it out, and you have control of most of the airwaves that people listen to. We've we've talked about the one thing that would prevent a civil war and a unified enemy, a right? world a world war. Yeah. What if it's the inverse? What if the one thing that could actually trigger the civil war is China? That, that when that's we f- what they're doing. That is that is no, no. Their what I mean war. is when we find out who is actually working for them, 
who has sold us out to the to Chinese interests, the yep. communist party, the communist party specifically. Right. Mm-hmm. We're literally speaking in defense of the citizens who are being repressed by the Chinese Communist Party. I'm, I'm just reminded of what I, I just read about what Barr said about them. Are, they're doing a full on uh, economic blitzkrieg of our yeah. and they are taking over all facets of our government, a whole government. Like that's what he says. That's when, that, when he said so, that, so, so, I had to pause it. And I was just like, dang, he so just what hap- said that. So what happens if Biden wins? He, I don't know, man. I think our country's gone. Yeah. I, that's what I believe. I feel like that's that, what they want. Doesn't it seem so crazy to think that, though? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it does. To think that he's listening to him speak. He walked up to the, the, the his speech the other day. He walked up and was out of breath for the first, like, Two, three minutes. Like, he, he took a while to just catch his breath. It's like he walked to the, to the stage it's and not, he was out of breath. Well, it's not even about that. It's about the TPP, the Trans-Pacific Partnership. Well, yeah. And the his, Obama administration. And doesn't his son have a bunch of holdings in a bunch of Chinese companies? I don't know the full details. Uh, but the story what, was that's that, what I heard. They, that he received you know, 10% of some company, received a bunch of money, flew on Air Force Two. Yeah. But, but outside of all of this stuff, let's talk about the Trans-Pacific Partnership. Okay. Which was basically a free trade agreement for, you know, China and a bunch of other countries. Yeah, around the Pacific, right. And the argument was that by having more of our financial interests in their country, it would lessen, like, lower the likelihood of war and stuff. Yeah, but it would increase our uh, dependence. dependence on them. And the Obama administration was in favor of this. There were two crazy. people, two prominent people in the 2016 election who opposed it. It was Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump. And one of the first things Trump did when, after he got elected was he crushed it. Yeah. Done. Yep. Gone. Awesome. It's one of the best things he's ever done for this it country. Was, so I don't know the full details, but the cra- you, you, you know what's really shocking to me? Hmm. Do you know who the principal uh, faction was that opposed the TPP? It, it, was the, it was the left. It was leftist activists. Really? What, during like Occupy Wall Street, during you know all of this populist left uprising stuff. Yeah, the years, I vaguely remember. But, I mean, I wasn't political back then. They were all but, saying the TPP is crazy. It must be stopped. Yep. And now where are they? Orange man bad. That's it. That's the only argument that they really have. Well, they just, they just they've become uh, indoctrinated into Zealots. just blind hatred of, yep. of Trump. Yep. Blind. To me, Trump is just another president. You know, for better or for worse, for good or for, for bad, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I remember when Obama got elected, there were a lot of bad things he did. And I, I talk, you know, smack talked him for it. And I remember when Bush was, in, was president, there was a lot, of, a lot of bad things he did. And they were both really bad. And now here I am with Trump. He's actually no new horse. <laughs> No right, so it's actually he's, better. He's trying to bring the troops home, but but outside of all this, it's like my view of Trump is kind of like I don't know, sure, whatever, right? Right. Now, as we enter this conflict with this, this escalating Cold War, that people are calling it with China. Yep. I'm like, man, Joe Biden is a death sentence. Absolutely. Joe I, Biden I is, is voting for the suicide of this nation. Absolutely, I 100 percent agree. And Pe- these people that. don't get it. No, a lot they of don't. these people in the suburbs, they don't get it, man. They don't understand. Like, they're just so accustomed to everything being there, to walking into a store and seeing, what, once again, there's my, you know, my fruit and yogurt parfait, exactly as I've always wanted it. Mm-hmm. We, have, we have been lulled into this luxury of, of, of American living. Yep. And we're just so used to everything perfect, being perfect, we don't realize what's really at stake. Yep. And it's a shame because you don't know what you got till it's gone. Having been to about a lot of these countries, that's where, you know, a lot of my perspective comes, comes from. First of all, growing up, you know, not particularly of means to put it lightly yeah I've, i i know what life is like when you're when you when you microwave a can of beans and slap some american cheese on it because it's all you got yeah or when you put ketchup on dry you know you, you boil some spaghetti noodles with some ketchup because it's all you got mm-hmm. or ramen 
crunching on some Robin when you're broke. Yep. I've been to some of these countries. I know how great this country is. There are a lot of people who, what do they think Biden's going to offer them? You know, I'm seeing all these polls. The new Cook Political Electoral College has, has you know, right now, if the election were to happen, Biden wins. And not only that, but they're projecting based on fundraising that Democrats are, are, are clear to take the House, potentially the Senate. Republicans are getting scared, they say. I almost can't believe it. I'm like, I don't believe it. Are people really paying it? You know, they're not paying attention. They're seeing the uh, fake whoa, news. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. I, I, do, I disagree. I, I've specifically talked to certain people who have been called, who have had these, these pollsters call them and talk to them. And they lie. And they straight up go, I am afraid to let anybody, anybody, let alone this, this random person trying to poll me on the phone who I'm voting for. I told him Biden. Every single person that, has, that I've talked to that has been polled that's what they say. You know what I would say? Every if single I was one. What would you say? Vermin Supreme. Vermin Supreme? <laughs> yeah. Do you guys know Vermin? Yeah. He's like, he's, I think he's, he was literally running like a legit run. Boot helmet. Yeah. He wears a boot on his head and he has like a, he's a very, very smart guy. He's very funny. Yeah. He's a prominent activist. That's what I would say. But there was, there was a, a Fox News segment going viral where they're all saying that they tell, they lie to the pollsters, that they just say whatever, they don't care. Yeah. And I thought about it for a second and I, and I, and I thought to myself, maybe this is really it. Not so much that people are scared, but it's also a kind of troll culture. True. Of getting the call and just laughing oh, to yeah. yourself. Yeah, I'm voting for Biden. <laughs> sure. So who, who did I vote for? Uh, Murphy. Yep. Going to vote for Biden. <laughs> right. And then you laugh when you hang up like, I don't care who these people are. They don't deserve my time and energy. I really do think the easiest way to explain it, though, is... When you see cancel culture, mm-hmm. cook, cook political. These are the people who do the ratings for like, you know, this district is Democrat 13 or Republican 8. They said if Trump leaned in on the cancel culture message, it would work because regular people are scared. They're scared of being canceled. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Yep. Me too. I think, I think regular people know that you say one wrong thing and your life can literally come to an end. I mean, that's what they've been doing. They've been making... And they're winning that war. They're trying to convince people to not speak. Right. And that's exactly what they're going for. So exactly. So with that being said, you hear these stories over and over again. Cook Political is telling us people are scared of this. Okay. So what happens when one of these journalists calls you? Right. Hi, is this Mr. Krigler? I'm John Smith of the New York Times and want to know who you're voting for. I tell would t- me I who would you're tell voting them for. The like button. That's right. It's the only thing I'm voting for. And you should, too. When I get into that voting booth, I'm going to smash the like button. Yes. Nice. No, but uh, we did mention this the other day. I think that may be the best, like, I think that makes the most sense. I, I know it. I, I know it is because I've actually spoken to these people well, that think, have gotten these calls. But, but no, but, I, but like Trump talks about the fake news all the time and how they lie and lie and lie and lie. What person would volunteer up? To a journalist, I'm your enemy. Yeah, destroy my life. Exactly, they wouldn't do it. Why? Why would anyone be honest with that? Hey, man. Hey, man. I think you got to be careful about wishful thinking too. There's a lot of reason to believe that may be the case because it happened in 2016. I'm not wishful thinking. I'm I'm out there talking to every single person I know. I I, I, I know every day. I just mean trying to converse with them. There are a lot. I I am pretty sure that I've converted some people to understand the truths of what's going on. I'm just saying. There are a lot of people who are sitting back. Like, I, I was talking to some local guy last week, and he's like, nah, Trump's going to win. I don't care. And I'm like, are, have you been following the news? Do you know what's going on? No, I don't know. Trump's going to win. Of course he'll win. It's like, nah, I hope you show up to the polls, man. 
Because if you have this attitude where you think you want, it's exactly what cost Hillary the election. Everybody was like, she can't possibly lose. Who cares? So there's a lot of factors to consider. What if, what if all the people who set out 2016 because they didn't think Hillary could lose are now terrified and will come out? How many people has Trump converted? Is he gaining support? Is he losing support? Man, if you follow some people like Mike Cernovich, he's, he's, he's been tweeting that Trump's expecting a defeat because the RNC and Trump have been, sp- been sending out these scammy emails that are like desperately begging for money in really creepy ways that sounds like they're trying to cash in as much as they can because they're going to lose 2020 and want to try again in 2022 or 24. I don't know. Don't know either. I'll, I don't, well, I don't you, have the I, answers. I, you know what I do know, though? What? I do know that if Joe Biden is president, there is a, a very high likelihood of bad things happening in this country to the, Amer- to, to the people who live here. I agree. Donald Trump, 100%. his mission has been to boost the economy and to help Americans. And one of the funniest things was that a lot of the things the left demands, mm-hmm. the four-day work week, yeah. you know, um, work from home, extended benefits, parental leave, these things were actually being accomplished because the economy was doing so well. That's a good point. That there was like, I think it was um, Potbelly Sandwiches announced a four-day work week plus like parental leave or something, something, something crazy. And I'm like, wow, the progressives have been demanding that by, by mandate. Right. Trump accomplished it through trade. Yeah, he's doing good things. So I think, I think you know, it's absurd to think Trump has, does not have the best interest of this country. I think he loves America too much. And I actually lean more towards probably international cooperation within, you know, to, to a certain degree. But to think that Donald Trump wants this country to be hurt is, is ridiculous. But they try to make that the narrative. And we can see exactly how they do that with this that McKennedy story we did. So for those that are just, you know, tuning in or whatever, Kaylee McKennedy, they took a quote from her so out of context and every single news outlet runs with it to make them look crazy. I, I know this. Joe Biden is a crony who's been accused of being corrupt over and over and over again. And hey, you know what? So is Trump. But the very least, Trump has been calling out China. Trump is trying to pull our troops out of Afghanistan. That's that's all I can say. You got crony Biden with his crony family. Everyone in his family has been corrupt. All the news outlets have reported on over and over and over again. And the dude can't stay awake. Right. Why would anyone vote for this guy? Now, I guess when it comes to the House and the Senate, you're dealing with state and, and, and district level elections. So when you've got a congressperson, you can actually show up and talk to him. That might be a huge advantage for them that the Republicans, you know, don't have. But to see Biden win would would shock me, It'd be very shocking. Yeah. But um, you know, I don't want to be a uh, uh, every 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 four years. You know, South Park made fun of this when it was I think twenty two thousand eight when uh, Obama won. They did an episode where everyone's like hiding in a cave because they think the world's about to end <laughs> because he became president. Right. Yeah, I don't want to be that crazy, but I do think we're getting dangerously close to war with China. Now, it's possible if Biden gets elected and he starts, you know, if, if the first thing Biden does is, you know, he, he, he drops to his knees in front of Xi Jinping and then bows to the floor, there's not going to be a war, you know? Right. If he sells the, the American people's manufacturing base back to China, there won't be a war. Some people think that's a good thing. That's the point. Hey, <laughs> we'll avoid Thucydides' trap. There won't be a war. And then we won't have any jobs. And then, yeah, the American people will, you know, lose their power, their wealth, their status, their stature, yep. and China will expand and grow, and Chinese influence will take over, and there'll be more concentration camps, yeah, the, the, more oppression, no the rights. The difference between the, the top 1.1%, 1. 1 whatever the, the point is now, because there's such a huge disparity between, like, the rich of the rich and everybody else, that's just going to keep expanding. It's going to keep 
getting wider and wider and wider. We're not even going to be able to see them up there. The people who own the factories, they don't care. They don't care about the American public. They're they're looking at their bottom dollar and they get the most profit when the manufacturing is over in China. And they stay rich. And they and stay the poor rich. get poorer. Yeah, exactly. Buy, but at least buy there American. won't be war, I guess. Buy American. I guess I guess we'll see. That's that, maybe that's what the vote is for. There's a lot of things wrong with Biden. There's a lot of there's a lot of things you can criticize Biden for for sure. There's a lot of things you can criticize Trump for. Trump's been accused of being corrupt for a lot of reasons. So is Joe Biden. I don't. I don't let, let's. I'm going I'm to back away from all these partisan arguments because everybody's going to have their one thing where they're going to point to Trump, point to Biden. I'll tell you this. That's a good point. Joe Biden is likely going to be enacting things like the TPP, yep. which will allow all of our companies to move, all the jobs to move. Yep. The job you have will be relocated. All the tariffs that Trump put into place would probably be gone so that well, all the companies could go back to the cheap places. The economy in the U.S. will take a major hit. Yep, absolutely. Absolute major hit. Because one of the things that's bolstered the American economy has been the return of manufa- a partial return of manufacturing. Yeah. Like it's not, not complete, but a lot of these jobs are coming back. And that's been good for the country. Well, unemployment was at an, almost an all-time low. Yeah. If, if not it was, at it was an all-time low. Jim Cramer of CNBC, the greatest numbers of our lives. Boom, period. Before COVID. Yep. So what's, what, what, what is it now? The economy's crashed because of COVID. That way, when Joe Biden sells our manufacturing base back to China, will slightly improve now that COVID's over and you won't know the difference. Is that it? Crazy, man. You can't, if you have a really good economy and Joe Biden gets elected, and then gives away the manufacturing base, the economy tanks. Yep. We're going to blame him for it with COVID. But it doesn't matter. Biden's just the, the guy they're putting in place. This is exactly what China wants. Who is he going to pick, Michelle Obama? The, I Probably. I think he'd win. With Michelle? Yeah. Nostalgia vote. A lot of people are going to they're going to see the celebrity, they're going to see the sparkle, and they're going to be like... I don't know. Yay! I don't know. Trump is... Uh, the Trump base is... is Fair, is really solid. It's strong, man. Yeah. His Trump base is strong, but he's got to convince right now around 9% of the middle yeah. that he's the right choice and his message is being muddled up, particularly by the media. Well, I'm doing what I can. I don't, I, I don't, I don't, you know, man, I'm just I don't. A, I'm just a small, you know, little lick of water in, in the ocean of America, you know? The only thing I can say about Trump that right now for me is like, I probably would vote for him you know, as it stands today is Afghanistan. Yep. His continued efforts to try and reduce our troops, uh, you know, our forces in the Middle East just makes the most sense to me out of everything I've learned, everything, I, every place I've traveled to. And there's literally nothing anyone on the left is going to say to me. They're going to say Trump's a racist, but like, mm, yeah, well, he's bringing our troops out of Afghanistan. Yeah. Yeah, but he's a racist. Well, you know, Afghanistan. Well, what about healthcare? You know, we're killing people in these Middle Eastern countries and we need to leave them. Right. Look, I'm sorry, man. I understand you want to talk about people losing their health insurance and stuff. I think these things are all broken. And I will definitely, you know, advocate for helping people get better and more affordable health care. Yeah. Right now, there's one thing that I can see happening. The COVID, I can't control. Trump can't control that either. No. Nope. But he can bring our troops back from the Middle East. And, and he's, he's trying. And he's trying. The, and, the, and the Democrats are, are shutting that down. Well, it's both. It's both. Right. There's the, the swamp. Th- the swamp is a monkey place. There, so there's, there's actually more Republicans than Democrats trying to help Trump. But it's like eight Republicans sided with Trump and three Democrats did in terms of getting our troops back. Right. Matt Gates and Tulsi Gabbard shout out much respect. Yeah. Because they were like, let Trump do it. Yeah. Why? Like, why, not? why not? Why are yep. we why are we fighting this? So if Joe, Joe, I don't trust Joe Biden at all. He's part of the Obama administration. They bolstered our troops. Yep. I, 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 I'm, the war machine. I'm, I'm so I am I am the perfect example of the disaffected liberal 
who for the longest time heard these stories about how if corporations ran amok, we would, reg- we would rein them in to make sure they don't damage you know, our country. And now that the commons have been seized by big tech, the left is saying, but my private, my, but my private platform. Yeah. Now that Trump is the one saying, bring our troops home, the left is saying, well, you know, war. Well, why do you think they uh, pushed back Ghislaine's uh, trial to 2021? Just in case they, they actually win and then they can make it all go away. Maybe. I hope people can think. Of, I mean, forget about it. Bill Barr is in charge. Can't he do something about it? Well, Unless Bill Barth is like, we're not giving up. We're going to win this one. I, I mean, who knows? He, he clearly thinks China is the biggest threat. That was a, He's not wrong. That's, that is pretty much what he was saying. No, no, no. He literally said that. You know what it feels like? It feels like we're in the last season of the show, mm-hmm. and so the writing is getting sloppy and kind of all over the place. <laughs> like, yeah. like the first season of Westworld was amazing. The second season got weird. Now the third season just makes literally no sense. Yeah. It feels like that's what happens. Like season season 2020, and we're just like, the writers are getting lazy. It's literally the Fonz jumping over the shark tank on the motorcycle. Yeah, they're complaining that they're being released <laughs> an hour and a half later. It's like, right. what are you complaining about? The writing well, is... What exactly Well, no, I just, I just mean like we got Ghislaine oh, no. we, or whatever you pronounce her name. You got China. You've got social justice infecting, you know, the, the federal government. Mm-hmm. You've got Trump and Biden. It really does feel like we're just... The writers of the show are just like, I don't know, uh, the president is Trump? Yeah. And they're like, okay, that'll make things interesting. What if... what? You, have you seen the South Park episode where it turns out Earth is a reality TV show? No. Yeah. I haven't watched a lot of South Park, to be honest. Maybe that's it. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's jump over to the Super Chats, yes. finally, because we, 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 we went a little longer than we should have, but we're, we're having a conversation. So the first thing you had to do... Yeah, we had to, we had to talk about this stuff. This is all serious. This is a serious episode. I mean, that's it's all of our episodes now. Just, but we laugh a lot, make fun of people sometimes. I, I try as much as, I, as possible, <laughs> we got, but we got when sometimes, sometimes we, we got to do these, this stuff that people need to talk about, and, and I'm, I can't stress that enough. Talk. Be open. Don't be afraid to lose some friends. I've lost some friends, and honestly, I don't care because they are just completely blind. They want to be mad at me. I don't care. You know what? Someone came back to me today and said, you know what? I unfriended you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I unfriended you. Wow. My friend, I was talking to one of my best friends over here. He's also a Trump supporter, and we were talking about it, and you know what his friend said? Oh, man, go go look at this podcast, and he gave him our video. <laughs> Of That's us so talking weird. about oh, awesome. Uncle Tom, the, the documentary. Yeah. He's like, watch this and then go watch the documentary. So my friend hit me up today. He's like, you know, I owe you an apology. Wow, man. Sorry. Wow. So like, don't be afraid. You, we must have conversations. Critical thinking is the reason humans made it this far. Listen, bro, bro. Do we look like conservatives? No. Like, do I look like a conservative? You're a hippie. You, you look more conservative than I. And I think <laughs> I, I'm way more conservative than you. Seriously. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I absolutely am. You've been reading all this stuff, and you're like, I agree with these things. And I'm like, well, I'm still a little milk toast fence sitter, huh? Well, you're doing your job. But but what I mean is like, dude, we're, we're the traditional liberal of the city yeah. who have been now entrenched in politics. And here's how we view things. You know, if, if you go back seven years or whatever, my politics are like very much so basic Democrat. But now everything's gone so insane and the threats have become so real. Mm-hmm. Here we are having these conversations. I was talking to somebody who said that like we, we, we are clearly liberals who are talking about these important issues. And that's the weirdest thing about it. It's like yeah. conservatives are suit wearing, yeah. you know, <laughs> their hair slicked back. But I'm like, well, the thing about the economic policy is there's many people that are go one, one of these days 
we're going to tune into Timcast IRL and Adam's going to have short hair and suit on. <laughs> That'd be so fun. No, it's not true. Not going to happen. Because you're, you're a gaming skateboarder musician who eats vegan wings. It's true. And, that's, and, and, and what's happening is that there is a real weird shift happening in this country yeah. where liberals and conservatives have come together and what the left is is not the liberals anymore. Correct. Absolutely. We got to read these super chats though. But I, I want to I say this too. Before we read this, Make sure to hit the like button. Seriously, subscribe if you haven't, because it just, you know, let YouTube know that you really like the channel when you comment and everything like that. And I want to say, please follow at Majid Nawaz. So I'll show you, I'll show you his Twitter account one more time. It's M-A-A. Let me, let me actually go to his, his uh, full yep. account right here. Let's pull it over. There we go. M-A-A-J-I-D-N-A-W-A-Z. I just started following. He is, he's a very prominent commentator. He is uh, intellectual dark web type personality. You can see they mentioned Steven Pinker, Ayan Hirsi Ali, and LBC. If you might, you might like uh, Majid. He's a very, very smart fellow. Coined the term regressive left, calls out the social justice nonsense, but he's a, he's a relatively liberal dude. He is, my understanding is, a, is he's engaging in a hunger strike. He's doing much more than I am. He's got a high profile platform. He's calling this out. He's on a radio show. So he's got a platform too. I want to give him all the respect I can and help him do what he needs to do to call out China for the abuses that are going on at these concentration camps. Yeah, and definitely. He, he tweeted and I retweeted him. He said, if he goes down, he's passing the torch and he wants me to pick it up. And I'm like, I don't know if I can do a hunger strike, dude. It takes a lot of strength, man. I, my respect to Majid for this. So please, please, uh, you know, follow him, see what, he, see what, you know, see what he's up to. And, you know, let's, let's all keep this conversation going to the best of our abilities. And now let's read some of these super chats for all of you guys. All right, there we go. Uh, but before we do, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Parlor at Timcast. You can also follow at Adam Krigler on the same platforms. And Parlor. And Parlor, as well as at Sour Patch Lids, L Y D S. And now we're going to read your super chats. J Max says, as a father of two, someone would end up in the ground. If you have a kid or want kids, we need to be uh, proactive. Pay attention to your local government and keep up on what's happening in your kids' schools. Keep up the good, good reporting, guys. Appreciate it, man. Definitely. And I think that's in reference to the L.A. County forced. Yeah. For, that's scary stuff, man. That's crazy. Oh, come on, Take YouTube. care of your kids. You know makes what's it, going on. Doesn't want to make it easy for me. There's, to there's videos of teachers going, you know, I don't follow the curriculum. I just teach yep. racism. Yep. Jeez. And, well, we don't actually use the book. Yeah. And then I, they're like, what year was the country founded? Seventeen um, something. Yep. Teach that. What? Blank says we can get the forced transition story and genocide in China trending if we all tweet at Trump and Trump Jr. The story just a huge wave of tweets can't block us all. Spin that effing UFO. <clears throat> I think the China story, man. You're right. I think we need we need this, man. I, I don't know. Trump's fighting for re-election. Trump Jr. was locked out of Twitter. Yeah, Trump Jr. is locked out of Twitter. Is he still? still uh, he was uh, twenty three hours. Yep. I mean, yeah. I don't Trump know. Jr. had locked out. This whole thing has been crazy, man. It's going to get crazier. We're, 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 we're less than, three, what, are we, uh, what are we, about three months, three and a half months away from the election? Mm -hmm. I can't believe it. It's going to go nuts. Oh, gosh. Epic Monkey says, Adam, how can I get a hold of you guys? I really want to get on your show. I have a lot of knowledge about what is going on. No conspiracy, but perspective. I'm willing to part with $100 to reach you guys. I've tried reaching out to the three of you on Parlor recently. Uh... I don't know. What would be the best we way? Have the, we have yeah. the email, I guess. Spin the UFO at gmail.com. Yes. You can, you can send uh, all your information there. Try to, uh, you know, we'll see what we'll you have list. to offer. Yeah. David Mesmer says, Harrison Bergeron is hands down my favorite short story. It's only like four pages and definitely worth the read. Love the show. Y'all keep it up. Appreciate it. The Captain Z says, neverchina.com for products not made in China. Ooh, cool. Oh, Never what was that? Neverchina.com. Never Neverchina.com. 
Haven't researched the companies just yet, but I like the, the, the gist of it. China it needs U.S. for food. A lot of China's oil is delivered by the ocean, which we control. A lot less food, little oil victory for U.S. But what they're doing is more subversive than that. It's not just about a hot war and, a, and it's, it's a cold war and there's influence to be, to be peddled. Uh, that's not a site. Never China's not a site. Neverchina.com. Oh. Let me Google. Yeah, try it. and Google it. I'll find out. Uh, Sporkwitch says the number of people just denying these things are happening as clickbait, lies, conspiracy theories. Yep. This is the answer to the question of how the German people allowed the Nazis to do what they did. They didn't want to believe. And I talk to my friends about some of the things they post, and I'm like, you realize you're basically saluting when that's, you, that's you, you don't know, you don't want to know, you don't care. You're just saying, I agree with these people. Yep. It's like, well, you're letting them do whatever they want. Yep, passive agreement. It is chinanever.com. Ah, oh, there oh, China you go. Never, there you go. Yeah. not Never China. Mm -hmm. MH says, did you get the books I sent, How Trump is Making Black America Great Again by Horace Cooper and Taboo by Wilford Riley? I actually haven't seen those ones yet. I don't know. Not yet. Maybe, we'll maybe they'll come soon. soon. I'd like to read those. Whoa, what you, what's going on with YouTube? Whoa. Yeah, they make it really hard to get the Super Chats, Whoa. man, to be honest. Gareth Green says, Pool Sunbay. The whole point of capitalism is that business doesn't have to care about countries. Cheaper goods means more goods for more people. Of course, it's not free trade with an authoritarian regime like China, so tariffs on those grounds are fair. Ruggiero Rebelato says, "Had Tim Pool announced voting for Trump? Uh, has Tim Pool announced voting for Trump already? I'm a Brazilian, ex-Israeli soldier. Hope average U.S. don't have to see what a man can do to each other." With Bolsonaro, we are safe here for now. Love you, USA. Thank you. I have not announced that I will definitively do it, but I, I did say that if the election were to be held today, I probably would. And if Trump is going, if, if he, I, I just say this because we don't know what's going to happen between now and then. And I'm not going to play this game where it's like, you know, in three months, something happens and I don't know. Too lazy to make up a name says King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard Superbug. All right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Labrash says, hey, everyone, I'm a lucky uncle to two nieces. And one of my biggest issues is which I'm very vocal is when it comes to kids, everything about their future and safety. They are they are the future victims. Yeah. Man, we got so many super chats. It's the truth. Thank you. YouTube is, is overloading. Malloy Rodriguez says $10 for Lydia and Adam liking likening tweets I put out today. Thanks. The rest is for Tim Pool to speak on the anomaly tweets, and if Tim will live stream debate him, I don't know what that is. I don't. I don't look at any Twitter interaction, so I have no idea what that's about. Gareth Green says, "By outsourcing of jobs is a natural consequence of price controls, labor regulations, and other violations of the natural market. Employment is a private contract in which employees lease their bodies to their employees, employers, for certain hours a day. That's it." Hmm. Kaleem Mims. You may not get this reference, but it feels like SJWs won't be happy until they turn the world into slappy Bob safety. Learn a torium from the fairly odd parents just with creepier steps. I don't know. I think I'm just going to give this one to Trump, honestly. Have Tome says creepy Zoom event on Eventbrite. International meeting. No to the new Cold War, July 25th. I don't know what that is. Hmm. Big, big thicky. Back the Blue Rally this Saturday. Is it just across the country? Nice. I'll look it up. Villa Music Dude says, do you think after a disaster there is a po there is possi uh, possibility that we can return to our heritage? After listening to the Rogan podcast yesterday, it made me realize how far off we are now from where we started. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I honestly have no idea what it would take. 
do we do we want to go back to to certain things? I don't know. I think we're too far gone. We've changed. We've changed very much. So yep. Ryan Cabral says, appreciate the work y'all do. Have any of you guys heard about the recall for California State Governor Gavin Newsom? Keep oh. up the good work. At, uh, and Adam, I'm going to get my own UFO. Love it when that thing spins. Nice. Awesome. Uh, I, I haven't heard of it. I did. I did know that he uh, just became governor. So um, but from what I'm hearing, he's he's a terrible governor. So I think they've tried a couple times to recall him without success. Yeah. So well, they should know. keep trying. Yeah, I know, right? Let me spin that for him. Big Mac Attack says, with how the admin panel for Twitter shows that they do, in fact, blacklist people in various forms, could Congress give Twitter CEO a summons for effectively lying to Congress in the past where they claimed they didn't do such things? I would imagine they Did could. They? Yeah, they said, like, we don't. I, I, you have to go back and look at the specifics because I'm sure there's some weasel words. That's the of issue. Of course, yeah. They're going to say, well, what does blacklist really mean? Well, we actually said we don't do uh like white lists. No, no, we don't have a we don't silly. have a we don't have a list of this black paper with black names paper, on it. Yeah. Right. It's not a, it's not yeah, it's it's red. Right. You know, it's exactly. an orange button. Harpoon Trading says, Tim, let's say your house is being destroyed by a random rogue goose who lays golden eggs for the whole world to enjoy. The caveat being the goose will not lay any eggs for only just you. Do you kill that goose? The answer is yes I do for one reason. If you just pump gold into the money supply, it helps no one. Now, actually, I would say this. No, I wouldn't kill the goose because we could use that gold for legitimate scientific research purposes. We could use those metals for, you know, like imagine if gold was that abundant. It'd be amazing. It would be worthless because everybody would have an, just like an infinite supply of gold. That's good for other stuff. They actually yeah. just found a, um, a comet that is almost all gold. Oh, what? Wow. It's worth, it's worth more than the entire world's economy. Oh. <laughs> what it wouldn't if it came because everybody would, it would it'd be worthless. Well, if they could go mine it. Let's say like it, back in, it they, just safely landed on Earth. Gold would become worthless overnight. Here's the gold, would be gold. meteor coming down and smashing the, the like Earth's button. Economy. <laughs> the Earth's economy. The Earth's economy. Or, you know, the like button. Poofy says, hi, Tim, Lids, and Adam. Have you had a chance to watch Don't Walk Run's newest AOC vid? Town Hall featured insane concepts like restorative justice and lineage of harm. I help him with his scripts, and we watched all two hours of that. Oh, man. Oh. Uh, I'll check it out. I love those videos. They're great. Don't Walk Run on YouTube are really great videos. I don't know. It. Yeah. It's funny. It's a really well, really well, a really good presentation. Too lazy to make up a name says, ride with me, brother. Green Mountain Boys Unite. I don't know there what that means, but hey. right, right. Joshua Kitchen says, read Booker T. Washington, one of the greatest educators in all, in all time, full stop. His essays on character yeah. are some of the most brilliant thoughts you will ever read. They talk about him in uh, the, the documentary, Uncle Tom. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Cool. They bring him up. He's I a, mean, he's a, he's a legend, man. He's legend, one of the man. greatest. Legend, yep. Ponton says, Tim, have you seen the new video, from, new video from Mr. Reagan called The Left-Wing Plot to Cause a Race War in America? If not, please watch it. I look forward to hearing your analysis and hope it answers many of the questions you still have. I don't, uh, I don't really watch a lot of YouTube except for skateboarding and guns. You know, it's funny. I used to say it was skateboarding and anime clips. <laughs> now it's skateboarding and guns because of what's been going on. I've been watching a ton of uh, YouTubers. Nice. I've been watching a lot of uh, Hickok. Oh, 45. Hickok 45? Oh, yeah. he's so cool. He's got a big YouTube channel. He's got like 5 million subs. Adopt, adopted but, grandpa. But there was one we just, I just watched recently where he has like a full auto. I think it's a, I think it's a Glock maybe. I don't I know. I think so, yeah. But that, those so are so cool. much fun, man. He's just holding his like. like yeah, it's fun videos, man. That guy's, that guy's great. 
And it's and YouTube keeps recommending these videos to me too. So I'm like, all right, you know, whatever. Like Guess I'll keep watching it then. <laughs> all right, let's see. Where are we at now? Gareth Green says, did you hear about the murder of men's rights lawyer Mark Angelucci or how the Libertarian Party endorsed Black Lives Matter? Also support Hong Kong by listening to 80s and 90s Kanto Pop and watching Hong Kong movies of the same era. I heard about both those. We talked about the Libertarian Party endorsing Black Lives Matter. That to me was absolutely insane. Yeah. Because what the Libertarian Party said was, it's not enough to be passively not racist. We must be actively anti-racist. The Libertarian Party telling someone what they must do is the antithesis of the Libertarian Party. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The Libertarian Party is you do your thing. We're trying to minimize government here and have everyone be free to live and you know let live. But hey, they wanted to get in on the the, uh, the pop culture stuff. So there you go. Maybe we can cater to that the crowd. Ugh. Chris. Crow says, agreed we should all at the, uh, Donald, uh, Donald, J., Donald J. Trump now with support and ask him to address Uyghur atrocities. Help us get it trending. I mean, Majid Nawaz, man, he's, he's, he's go, he's, and he's, he's in, uh, he's in London, I think. Yeah. Good dude. Flappy Dinosaur says, can you ca- comment on Ghislaine Maxwell or Wayfair? You're one of the few media outlets that I, uh, I trust that is unbiased. I would love to see your team win a Pulitzer. That's never going to happen because we're never going to apply for one. Do you have to apply? I'm fairly certain you apply. Really? And the whole thing is, is bogus. They don't just, they don't pick you know, people you know, that they think deserve it? No. You know how you win an Emmy? You <laughs> no. ask for it. Seriously? You pay, you pay. Hmm. It's, it's, it, the whole thing is it's rigged. That's, that's what's going on with Tom McDonald right now. He, he I, I don't remember exactly what it takes to get a gold record version. Yeah. And he sold that many copies. He's got the, the proof, but he does it all himself. Yeah. Doesn't go through a label, just his own. Oh, and yeah. he, he's like, they won't give it to me because I, I won't like pay the. He can make his own. The, can make his own. No. So he, he ordered and got these like plastic gold records and he's like, <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. That's awesome. That's awesome. I like this That guy. dude's great. Yeah. Cool dude. All right. Let's see. Flowification says based on the history I've read, civil strife and far left movements give rise to the third position, fascism. Do you think it's possible a third position movement could gain traction in the U.S.? I do. And I've actually said this quite a bit. Antifa will give rise to fascism in the far right easily. Regular people getting sick and tired of the violence will eventually say, save us. Right. And there's some speculation that, in fact, Joe Biden will win. Joe Biden's going to win. The Democrats will take the House and the Senate. And when everything gets worse than it's ever been, the country will swing so far and so fast to the, to the ultra right, whatever you're going to get. It's just going to be nuts. I think it's possible. There's a lot of factors to, to, that, that, that contribute to us not knowing what's going to happen come November. No idea. We'll, <sighs> we'll see, man. We I'm will, taking we it will. one day at a time right now. Yep. It's, I got to admit, it is really exhausting every day when, there, when there's like new polls and new electoral college. And I'm just like, oh, I read 500 of these in a week. I, I'm starting to cherish our skate sessions, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's the best. It's like everything's just off. It is. I'm just focusing on landing that tray flip. Just having a good old time, just cruising. Yeah. Trying to get that nollie flip rock. Snafu says, if you want to watch anything about guns, watch Brandon Herrera or Demolition Ranch, mostly humor. I, I did watch some of the Demolition Ranch stuff. That's fun. You guys are amazing. Keep up the good work. We'll do. Thank you very much. Tracy Nolan says, Adam, it's called the ripple effect. One drop in a pond creates many ripples. Don't get discouraged. Thank you very much. We I, won't. Yeah. I won't. Tanner Gordon says, if you didn't see my snap, can we have a moment for Grant Imahara? The man was an inspiration and he will be missed. 
Truly, uh, really sad news, man. Uh, yeah. Grant was Young. one of the, uh, he was the B team on the Mythbusters. Is that what they, what are they, what yeah, do they call the it? B team, yeah. Yeah. And uh, man, it was always fun. Mythbusters yeah. was, was such a huge meme. It was a good show. Everybody I knew was always talking about Mythbusters. Yep. Because it was like, it was, it was a show we all watched, but yep. it wasn't part necessarily of like mainstream pop right. culture in that sense. But it was pop culture in the fact that they, they talked about all the things that we talked about. Well, They're we, like, oh, this thing that everyone's talking about? Well, right. let's, let's do that. Let's talk about that. I remember, let's get the science. I remember this is like in the 2000s or whenever the show was, was prominent. I can't, I can't remember what year it was. My friends would post something on Facebook saying something like, you know, let's, let's be honest. I, all, I know all of you watched that episode of Mythbusters. Yeah. Like post your thoughts. And everyone's like, yeah, we just watched Mythbusters. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. And Grant was a big part of it. He was 49, right? Funny enough, scientific method is... Also whiteness. White, whiteness. That's why it's sad to see, you know, uh, what is it, Adam Savage, is that his name? Yeah, I think so. Get going like full-on weirdo social resistance justice, yeah. as social justice. He? Yeah, like the, it doesn't fly with what you do, man. Like look at Michael Moore. His brain just exploded recently. Someone just told me to, to really watch his new documentary because yeah. it, it's, like an, it's like anti-global warming. Like Michael what? Moore's Michael, new documentary Michael Moore's. calls the environmentalism a big scam. It's it, it, that's basically what it is, right? And yeah. the left is coming after him. It seems like all of a sudden they pulled Michael Moore too much, and eventually he just snapped back, flew to the, what, what the was, other side. What was Michael Moore championing back in the day? The working class people of yep. you know Flint and Detroit and Michigan. Mm-hmm. Now he's all just like full on SJW. But then I guess it just stretched out rubber band. So yeah, it just like that. It, it snapped back. Yeah. <laughs> But now he's now he's like environmentalism is a scam. Here's a documentary, and people are like, "What? What just happened?" Right. I don't think he's saying that global warming is a scam. I, I, think I haven't he, seen it. I, I want to check it out though. I think what he's saying is that scams have emerged to manipulate people based on this ideology. Now that I can get behind. Yep. Yep. Because that makes sense to me. Yeah. Doom Crow says, "Can we have a discussion on yellow journalism at some point?" I mean, technically, I think we talk about that kind of a lot. You know, I just rag on the media all the time. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's just fake news, you know? Mm-hmm. Bobby McCoy says, love your work. Have condo with my boys about the executive order. Ended up writing a whole doc with all the sources linking to all the law and regulation changes. Want me to post? Yes. Uh, yeah. We want, you want to email that to, was it spin the UFO? Spin the UFO at gmail.com. Boom. Yep. Send Please. that. That'd be yeah. really, really, really Send great. Yeah, I'd really like great. to see that. Take a look. Yeah, and we'll, we can go through it. Nick Warren says, you should reach out to Rogan and see if he'll have Majid Nawaz on. That seems like something Joe uh, would want to help publicize. Yeah. Good point. Well, I'm not, I can't. You know, it's like people are always like, call uh, Joe and tell it's, him. Like, it's a good can't. idea. It is a good idea. But yeah. trying to call Joe to, you know, tell him, and I don't know. It I seems... mean, you know, I'll definitely do. I'll, I'll, I'll hit up Joe and be like, dude, look at Majid. Because I'm, like, I'm pretty sure. Check it out. I think Majid may have already been on you the can Ro- do that. Rogan podcast. I think it's worth it. I mean, look, let's be real. Majid Nawaz is a big platform and, and 270,000 followers. It's a lot you of know, people, he, yeah. he's, he's a He's a, he's a high-profile intellectual dark web, you know, personality. Yeah. And uh, what he's doing is absolutely amazing. I'm, 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 I, 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 I bow before his grandeur, man. Yeah, he was on with Sam Harris. Oh, the, he was on the Rogan podcast. Yeah, he's in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when was that? It was a while ago? Uh, ele- episode 1107. So whatever Whoa. Joe's on was like now. a year ago, huh? a while ago, yeah. What episode ago. are we on? Well, are uh, we for on? our show? Yeah. 96? 90, yeah. Is it 96? Oh, 96 yeah, yeah. episodes. That's crazy. So yeah. four more episodes. The 100th episode. We got to do something dude, special yeah, for we'll that. Yeah, we'll have to come up with something. It's pretty cool. 100th episode? Yeah, I have no idea. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> awesome. I can't believe it's been over 90. Dwayne Turner says, ever looked into Holodomor? 
and the correlation of the Democratic Socialist Party of the Bolsheviks with the modern Marxist-led movements of RAM and BLM using their Antifa tactics, you should. Tried posting four times. Uh, I know a little bit about those things, but you know, we'll you know we'll dig I, in. I know I know about it from Jordan Peterson talking about it. Uh, he talks about he referenced them a lot because yeah. it, it parallels a lot with what's going on right now. So that's where I get it from. Ruggiero says, "So much from the chat. Love you guys, Adam. You are amazing. Thank Tim, you. beacon of courage. Lydia, so sweet and intelligent. USA is amazing. First time I could shoot an AR without feeling scared. The next day, shout out another uh, other." Uh, shout out, <laughs> shout out to other Israeli lone soldiers. It said shout out. So I was like, wait, are you talking about like injuring somebody? Well, I'm, I'm glad you can uh, not be afraid. Yeah, man. Yeah, anymore. Man. Rick Hunter says, Tim, watch military arms channel. Hank Strange and Iraq veteran 8888 Colin Noir, Colian Noir. Great info and true Americans. Yeah. Uh, is, is, is it Colian? Colian. Yeah. Colian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That dude's cool, too. He's so cool. Um, I definitely want to do something with him. Maybe, maybe once we get the, we, we've talked about it before. I'm pretty sure. I yeah, think I did. He offered him. you training after your right, thing. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So we got to yeah. get him on. Yeah, for sure. He's once so we fun. once we get to the big space where yes. we're top secret hidden location, we have our range set up and everything. Yes. Yeah, he, we definitely got to reach out. But if you want to be a guest on the show, you got to sign a waiver. And then the van pulls up randomly, <laughs> throws a black bag. That's right. <laughs> we were just talking about it. Back with the black bagging. <laughs> so I have I have a really important question for you, Adam. Okay. This is this has been it's 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 just one of those profound questions of the universe that how could you have thirty seven thousand viewers and only nineteen thousand likes on a YouTube channel? It's it's a math equation that I'm just wondering maybe maybe a powerful mind. Well, Tim, what you see, not everyone's smashing the like button like they should be. So ah, I don't yes. have I don't have it. Which one? Which how, how dare thank you? you? There we go. Thank you. It should have been obvious. Does that does that actually work? I think it works. I don't know. I I, uh, I think they heard it. I'm just saying, smash the like button because it's it's 10:04 and we're get, we're gonna start uh, winding down. No, but thanks for showing up, everyone. Yeah. We really appreciate everyone showing up. So we're gonna be we're gonna be getting a um a stream deck just for Adam, and he's gonna be in charge of making noise. Gratuitous noise. I had a, noise I had a tweet <laughs> yesterday about what what sounds I should have on my board. Everyone had if you wanna if you think you you know something good, go go on my page on Twitter and you can. Uh, Give some ideas. You can find the tweet. It's from yesterday, so you might have to scroll down a little I have, bit. But. I have two votes. One is Trump going wrong. Wrong. Yes. And the wrong. other one is, excuse me. Yes. Oh, excuse I, me. I need that one the most. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> and Jaina. Jaina. Yeah. <laughs> of course, I'm going to have some Trump sounds. Oh, yeah. Of course. All right, everybody. If you haven't subscribed, <laughs> do so because we do the show Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. Yes. And uh, we're going to be back tomorrow night. What's today? Today's Thursday? Today's, Today's Thursday. Thursday. We're going to be back tomorrow night at 8 p.m. live to hang out with all of you because we love you so much. But Adam needs a favor. Yep, you can't let I him do. down. Uh, Adam cast IRL. This, oh. this, <laughs> this, this, sa- this Saturday, I'm going to be doing a deep dive into Donald Trump. It's going to be a big episode because everyone thinks they know who he is. And I think most people, a lot of people probably do. But I've been doing nothing but reading about this. I've been doing a lot of researching everything. My brain is just a sponge right now, just soaking up everything. But I've learned a lot about this guy. I'm going to talk about his family history, what he's been through, where where he came from, the stuff he's done um, before he became president, and especially the things he's done as president, because I feel like that needs to be put to rest. And uh, we're going to talk about it. So follow me on, on Adam Cast IRL. Come hit me up. And uh, Saturday, Ian will uh, join me. And, and that's on YouTube. That's and, Adam and, Cast IRL is Adam Saturday Show on that's YouTube. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah you Thanks. can subscribe to his channel. And it's basically 
Adam's deep dive. It's the same set yeah. and everything. So yeah, it's basically like, this. If you like hanging out, it's basically the same thing. We do uh, on Timcast. We jam um, at Friday shows. At my show, we jam every show. Oh, every cool. show. That's right. Every That's show. Awesome. Ian's Ian's a great musician. He he jams out. Um, I I like to play some music. So after after the uh, Trump deep dive, we will be jamming out also. So Very and cool. tomorrow, thank you. We're gonna jam out tomorrow night. Adam yes. pops up in the whiskey and we chill out. That's it's right. a Friday night. I do. Because we, we can't go to the movies. We can't go to the bars. <laughs> so we're like... And neither can you. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, so we, try to, we try to uh, let go of the news and kind of hang out after the show. Yeah, so. The crazy thing is things were reopening and then they started closing again. Right. You know, I, I asked this question on Twitter. When did we switch from tracking COVID deaths to ignoring them and only tracking COVID cases? That's what I'm trying to talk I didn't, about. I didn't mean it as like, uh, you know, haha, I got you. I meant as a literal question. Like, I, yeah. I remember early on, we were like, wow, how many people have died today? Right. And they were on the news. There were like 100 deaths in New York and 100 deaths. And then now it's like, you know, more cases, more cases, but, but no deaths. Well, the deaths are going down. It's like, yeah, because and that's why Trump is like, we're just testing everyone. And it's turned... You know, the death, if you compare the death rates now, it's just getting a smaller and smaller death rate because right. more people are just alive with COVID. And it's like, so yeah. it's not really that big of a deal, it seems. And they're cheering for New York. They're like, New York's done a great job, you oh, know, because the death rate is down and the infection rate is down. Look at oh how gosh. much the death rate's dropping. And it's like, yeah, because you killed so many people, Cuomo. When, when you just let the virus do whatever it wants, eventually it stops. <laughs> right. Congratulations. Wonderful. Well, but you, yeah. you made a good point, though. These people that are like, ha, gotcha. You know, that is the emotional trigger that they're not trying to have a critical conversation right. about what what we're really talking about. They're yeah. just so angry that you could suggest that COVID isn't a this crazy pandemic killing everyone. And it's like, well, maybe it's not. Maybe I'm just trying to have a conversation. I'm just trying to ask a question. Right. Let's talk about it. Can we talk about it? Did no, you, no, no. I just want to screech at you. We're supposed to be winding now, but I got to ask. Did you see that video from the Portland police officer? He's a, he's a black officer talking about how the white antifa keep trying to shut him down and stop conversations no no it's an amazing video no i gotta see this he's basically like you know it's 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 21 days or whatever of these riots yeah and he's like and he's like a, a young woman comes a young black woman comes up to me and's asking me like why don't you talk to us and he says to be honest every time i try some like white you know antifa person comes up and then as soon as he says that a white antifa woman gets in the way and starts yelling <laughs> and then the, uh, the young black woman goes he said you were gonna do that <laughs> yeah and that's it. He's wow. like, these people who think they have a right to tell us what we can or can't say, it's crazy. Hit me up on Twitter. I know you guys are paying attention right now. Uh, tag me in that video. Yeah, it's a great video. Yeah, I, it's, I appreciate it's, it's a powerful video, man. I want to see that. All right, we're going we're gonna to wrap things up here. So again, smash yeah, the like button. Let's wrap this up. Subscribe, and we will see you all tomorrow at 8 p.m. plus late night jam session, and Adam's going to crack open the whiskey. Yes. Adios, everybody. Good night, Adios. everybody.